Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome, listeners, to another Arcade Attack podcast. I'm Dylan. I'll be your host for the evening, morning, afternoon, whatever. Uh, I'm here with Adrian. Hey, I'm always here, mate. Part of the furniture. Well, I'm not. I'm not with Adrian. You are, but you're you're in quarantine, aren't you? You're in quarantine over in over in your house, dear. I am. I, I was a bad boy because I went to Spain actually. So Ooh. when I returned, I had to be. Well, I'm in currently in quarantine for two weeks. So there you go. I'm a, how, I'm a rebel. How many days gone? How many days gone? About the, this is about the fourth day. Oh, so God. I keep looking out my window. And I think there's Boris Johnson in the bushes with his binoculars going, is he, is he leaving his house? Don't worry, Boris. I'm it's being all right. He's, he's, he's getting ready to find you as soon as you leave the house. So just don't leave yeah. the house. Anyway. Um, and we've got Rob. Nah, no Rob. We've got Keith. No Keith. We need some, we need some guys to come help us, don't we, with this podcast today? I feel like, I feel like, I feel like there needs to be more people in the room. Why don't we... There might be in... people just next door. Just, yeah. I think so. Next door? Yeah. Or shall we go the other side of the world, maybe? Well, <laughs> well may, maybe we have to go pretty far. But let's go pretty far. How about, why don't we get Todd on the line, aka Top Loader. How's it going, Todd? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, this dude. <laughs> Dude, this is Can not the phone me? company. This is not the phone company. This is oh. Arcade Attack calling. Arcade Attack calling. Sorry. I was a bit upside down there because I was on the other side of the world. I wasn't sure if you could hear me from this far away. <laughs> I'm here though, mate. I'm here. Mate, you're coming yeah. in crystal clear. You're coming in crystal clear. Um, how are you doing today? How's your, how's your, how's your day been? That's great, mate. Today's a Sunday. The sun was shining. The birds are chirping. I'm here. I'm here with you guys. Long time never never see, but now you finally get to meet me, and I finally get to meet you guys. Dude, we actually, so I know. From Australia. Rather, rather than listening to each other on separate occasions, we're actually like bringing it together today. That's pretty. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. It's um, a little bit different for you know something different. Yeah, something a bit different, isn't it? Um, and our listeners don't know Dylan, but Todd's wearing a rather fetching cap right now. I don't think it ever leaves his head, does it? That Pikachu hat? You sort of super glued it on. <laughs> this hat comes off at night, all right? Oh, it comes <laughs> off at night. The, oh. miss, the missus doesn't approve, okay? The missus, oh, oh. We know who wears the trousers there, mister. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. Pikachu off, Bulbasaur on. Bulbasaur. <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah, she's more of a Bulbasaur girl. Secret. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so there's three of us. That's not bad. That's not bad, is it? I yeah. think we need a couple more. We get a couple more, maybe. Well, a couple more. Yeah. How about um, Todd's buddy, Tim, over in Melbourne there? How's it going, Sega Master Tim? What are you trying to sell me? <laughs> this is your... You need, <laughs> every, you need... Every international strange call I get, it's... Do you, you want to save money on this? <laughs> you need more... Yeah, there's some British guy trying to sell you more data. You need more data on your, oh, yeah. on your phone yeah. contract, buddy. Yeah. I need things I don't need. <laughs> yeah, I'm going good. I'm going good. Thank, uh, thanks for joining us, yes. mate. Thanks for joining us. How's your day oh, been? Oh, well, you know, living the life in Melbourne, living the dream. Yeah. Lockdown. Rocking COVID cool. lockdown. It's all gone a bit mad in Victoria, yeah. hasn't it? Aren't they just shutting down yeah. everything again? Yeah. Yeah. Every, well, 
things weren't fully shut down before, but they are now, have been for the past week, and we've still got a hell of a lot more weeks to go. But oh, it's okay. I'm out, I'm out on the outside of Melbourne, so I've got space around me. So, no, good no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good playing on. games. Thanks for joining, time. buddy. So there's four of us. Yeah. I feel like we need. I feel like we need one more person. What do you think, Adrian? One more person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if Rob's still available. Or Rob, <laughs> even better than Rob. Rob sends his apologies. Obviously, by the way, I think, I think, I think him and Toppers would have had uh, a bit of an. I think we should do maybe like an ask Rob thing on on another time yes. and get <laughs> Toppers involved and just let them just let them at it. So we'll do that separately. Sounds like sounds like a great idea. I'm I bet you guys. I bet you bloody love that. that. I bet you would bloody love that, wouldn't you? Why don't we get oh, Brian was. from Since Spacey's in directly from the hospital? Here he is. <laughs> it, it almost seems that way. I've been itching to get a word in all that time. The build-up is just killing me. <laughs> Dude, this, so is the this is why I'm so the MC. This is why I'm the MC. I ramp it up. Two ex-Sega staff members, or Sega. Sega, Sega, <laughs> Sega. Yeah. And, and and it's an interesting thing that all these years later, for those who don't know, me and Tim used to work with each other on the Sega mm. Hotline, and for more than twenty years, we never talked to each other. We didn't see each other, didn't cross paths, mm. and now we're constantly in things like this mm. every now and again. It's just really we, cool. We, we didn't have each other, didn't have each other's phone numbers. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that we got in. I've never yeah. argued with this guy at all. Um, <clears throat> it's just life happened. We just didn't cross paths, and here we are again um, in in um, podcast. It's pretty cool. Love it. Did man. you ever see each other? Oh, there, there was, Did you like? No, no, we didn't see. No, the first not... time, the first time we got to meet up with each other was for a. Um, uh, a panel that we did up yeah. in the Blue Mountains nearby here, cool. and that that got put out on Reddit. Was it yes. Reddit or? <laughs> yeah, it was Reddit, and, and it ended up on. And the then that went page. viral, and that post went to number one, and we stayed viral at number one for six hours on Reddit. Well, yeah. that's pretty immense, actually, for Reddit. It was really it? cool. I, I I thought it was really crazy with some of the comments that were being made. <laughs> I always say that my favourite one, one bloke said, um, you guys are the Beatles. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and oh, I Ringo, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you've got Ringo and I've got John. <laughs> so, <laughs> the poor, the other? <laughs> I had to ask him. I had to ask him. But yeah, it was pretty awesome. But, yeah, we, we, just, we just lost contact and uh, Facebook came about and we connected that way. Um, and then it wasn't until about five years after that we finally saw each other face to face. I think it was. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that was that was really cool. And then for some reason we waited this long to do a panel. Like uh, anyway, it, it it happened. We'd done two panels now together, and um, well, we would have been doing another one perhaps. Around about now, actually, if it wasn't for this stupid, stupid <laughs> COVID, COVID, yeah. But you know what? Well, it um... also kind of gave us the idea to do this mad thing where we're in stupid time zones, trying to get this sorted, and finally chatting. So <laughs> it's done all right. It's done all right. It's taken a few t- a few times, isn't it? To get so this is the. Th- I think <laughs> I was trying to Todd about about this earlier. I think this is pretty much the the third time we've tried to get this well, sorted. 
wasn't it? You know how they say it's three times the charm? Well, this was actually more the fourth time. Fourth or fifth time the the charm. (laughs) At at the very least, I would say. (laughs) So, so Adrian, you were responsible for the first one, weren't you? Yeah, it was all set up, ready to go. You guys Mm. were chomping at the bit. Yeah, let's start it. And I was like, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, works being a bitch. Sorry, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't speak too much about it, but ramped up at work a bit, so I just, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I just, sorry, guys, I had to pull it, pull the plug. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the second time, someone had a heart attack, which is just rude, personally. It's just damn rude, like Brian. <laughs> it was just ill-timed, just so rude. <laughs> Mate, I mean, when I saw that message, I actually thought it was a a, a joke, a bit of a, a sort of black cube, dark humor, but. You, you actually did have a heart attack. You thought he'd gone had, Charlie no, Brooker. Legit, legit had a heart attack about this time a month ago. Um, what the hell happened? I was sitting man? here. Yes, yeah, so I was. I was getting back from a afternoon tea break and getting ready to sit back down to go. Just another couple of hours till the end of the shift. And as I was sitting down, just something wasn't right. It was just filling off and uh, finding it a little bit hard to breathe. My arms getting tingly. And just feeling like the world was pressing against my chest. And it was, I didn't know what, I thought I had bloody COVID, didn't I? So, oh. <laughs> so I thought maybe I should just go down to the GP. But then I remembered um, my dad went through this last year. He went to the GP and they just told him to take some pills and oh. and walk it off almost. And then he, he collapsed. So I thought, I didn't think, it was, I wasn't thinking heart attack, but I was thinking take the GP out of the equation, which is like a, local doctor take them out of the equation go straight to the hospital and that was the best decision i've ever made um and a a little um public announcement if anyone is over the age of 35 hasn't had their blood tested do it (laughs) just do it Um, we're just random because i get a blood test and they can go and through and see if your cholesterol levels are too high whatever and put you on the straight and narrow um i went and did it four years ago they told me um that my cholesterol level was too high and i was just like yeah whatever um and i ignored it and don't do that (laughs) if they tell you you've got to change your diet or do this and that do it i've had similar actually they told me to kick the booze a couple of years ago after i had one that's just rude i'm just like come on man um (laughs) i haven't kicked it completely i had a couple last night so uh, (laughs) better keep an eye on that eh? (laughs) but but mate i think i think i can speak for all of us and say we're glad you didn't snuff it and that you're here oh thanks man (laughs) and and i I put the tweet out about that and and like just so many hundreds of responses oh yeah um back in relation to that it was it was a surprise to everyone including me (laughs) so um yeah that's the thing It, it feels like it was just a plumbing job and hmm. now i'm i'm back i don't feel like there's anything wrong with me i don't i don't even i haven't got any puncture wounds or anything to speak of just a slight mark on my wrist from where they put the the tubes etc it, it's do, just unbelievable did you have a bypass or something or what 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 actually did they do i had them? two two stems <coughs> inserted oh stents oh, okay cool uh stents sorry yeah <laughs> Mate, you're a legend. You're a legend. You You lived it. You lived it. You Um, loved it. But I love to talk about it and warn other people get yourself checked out. Anyway, how's that? How's that diet going? I'm losing weight. How's how's the salmon? 
Are you enjoying salmon? Or oh, you man, I'm salmon? so sick of seafood. I hate <laughs> seafood, and that's what they're getting me to eat. And I, I'm just sitting there not enjoying it. Oh, but man. I'm at my um, lightest level I've been for the last, God, two years. Weight, that is, the lightest weight. Yeah, not not like walking on air. No, no but good. yeah, it's good, mate. It's good, mate. No, really, <laughs> really pleased. I mean, it's the first time one, you know, one of our potential interviewees has ever like had a heart attack. Almost cracked. Almost the, cracked it at the, at the thought of having to come on with us. I think you know. It's... Yeah. Well, we had to cancel that podcast due to the fact that the uh, yeah. guest um, died guest on us. You know? I mean, that would be awful. That would be awful. Um, be honest, you know, what, make. Getting out of the podcast, that's probably number one, so well done. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad I was just dying to gay. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then the third time, Adrian, oh, Adrian, Adrian kiboshed it again, didn't you, Aid? You decided to go to Spain. Oh, holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who yeah, flies yeah, yeah. internationally during a damn pandemic? Are you nuts? This guy. This guy. This guy. Yeah, here. I'm a rebel. Bad I mean, boy. Jesus. Yeah. But we had a good time, yeah? It's good. And didn't get COVID. Yeah. No, nope. we think we not hope. that he knows it. Well, the nicer ease are done. The nicer ease are done. Everyone is correct and present. Um, why don't we start with some like obviously, you know, our listeners might not know who you guys are. We might have some, obviously some crossover. Let's find out a bit more about you, uh, Todd, because I know you've been ch- champing at the bit there. And I'll ask you a question. How did you, oh, you're shaking your head. No, don't shake your head. Um, <laughs> how, what, you know, what got you into gaming, buddy? I mean, you've got a mammoth collection behind you there. What, what actually got you into it? What was the moment when like Todd went, Ooh, yeah, gaming? Just jumping at the bit. So yes, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> when I was growing up, I was always in my hand. My dad always had computers around. He was technology. My dad just had everything from cameras to computers to whatever. So as far back as I can remember, at least three years old, I've had Commodore 64s, Atari 2600s. I've had uh, master systems from my neighbors. I've had Super Nintendo. So I really grew up in the 80s. So I was born in 1982. So I really started gaming probably around 1985. Honestly, from the first time I can remember anything, I can remember playing Wizards of War on my Commodore 64 all the way back then. And I thank my dad because he really is even now – the reason why I'm even doing anything to do with YouTube, anything to do with my gaming mm. or anything, I thank him for all that he's given me because back in the 80s, as you guys know, not many people had video cameras. And no. my dad always had the latest video keyboard, the very first video camera that was introduced into Australia at the time. So even when I was first born, before video cameras, we had the um, eight millimeter film. So I've actually got video footage of me walking as a little baby in 1982 or 1983 by the time I started walking. And not many people did. So for that, I really do have to thank him for that. And that's why I'm into what I'm doing now, which is YouTube and gaming uh, on a regular basis, as you guys know. So that's where it all came from. It was basically my dad. He got me into it. And as far as back I can remember, that's where it all started from. Well done, Top Loader Senior. But you know, I mean, how, how, yeah. many, how many how many home vids are, are, are there of you playing this stuff? Because you know, obviously we 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 made a joke, and I think Spaces has made yeah. a gif out of one of them. And there's uh, a, <laughs> it's like you playing a Game Gear off the wall with no batteries, because obviously it tears through batteries. It's like how many how much of that stuff have you got, mate? The game is probably like when he videoed us. Um, probably it's more of us playing in the backyard. Not as much, unfortunately, with the gaming. So pretty much everything you guys have seen with the gaming is I've probably already released to YouTube. There's not much really left in that department. But I've got hundreds of hours of me just playing like with the treehouse, with me in my Ninja Turtle outfit, 
being crazy little kid in the backyard. It's, it's got plenty of that, but the gaming, unfortunately, is pretty much what you've already seen on YouTube and Twitter is probably the bulk of what I've already oh. got in that department. Unfortunately, oh. but, you know, of me personally, there's so much of me anyway. I try and put as much as me from back, back then into videos somehow anyway because it's still me and it's still who I am, and I always try to work it into a video that I'm doing at the time. Mate, sweet. I we, think we, it's we, very clever. I think it makes it, yeah, quite real. Um, I yeah. like, I like Definitely worth checking out Todd's videos, 100%. Yeah, so there's going to be links in the show notes to all these guys' Twitters and channels and everything. And yeah, you definitely got to check this out. I think the, the first time I came across Toppers was your Streets of Rage vid. Very entertaining. It's about, it was about half an hour long, I think. And it was just basically Todd pretending he was Axel and his mate driving at him in like a motocross kind of thing and almost running him over. And it was very entertaining, mate. How the hell did you come up with that idea? Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> were you drunk? Were you drunk the whole time? Nah, the ideas, they just come to me, man, because I, I I hear a song and it's like, you know what would be awesome with that song? If I got into a paddock and had my friends drive at me with a with a 250Z Yamahas, that would be like an awesome idea. That's, how could I work that into a video? But honestly, the ideas just come to me. Sometimes I hear a song and I go, you know what? How can I use that song? And I'll think about an idea to go with the song. And sometimes it works the reverse. I'll think of an idea and I go, what song would be good with that? So that's how my ideas come to me. But when it comes to that Streets of Rage video, that's real, man. And thinking <laughs> back, when those my friends are going past me, there's, if you look at my face, I'm I'm like concentrating on where they're going because I'm actually thinking they're going to hit me. And you look like, like you're parrying it. You look like you're, like, you're kind of like parrying the bike. You're like, that, nice. That's no greens. That is no green screen, man. And I'm thinking to myself afterwards, they hit me. And I got home from it because I didn't tell my missus what I was doing, right? I just said I'm going to go out to film some stuff. And because we went to the middle of nowhere to do it, and her car was full of mud. I was covered in mud. And she's like, what the hell have you been doing? I'm like, You've been mud wrestling what's again. What's wrong? I'm, I'm, yeah, mud wrestling. I didn't even notice how full of mud the car was. And I look at the back of me, it's all down, <laughs> all through her cars, all, all this mud. I'm thinking, oh my God, what the hell do I just do? But you know what? It came out really well. And I was, I was very happy with the end product. It was very entertaining, mate. I mean, I've been watching your stuff ever since. So well done. Well oh, done. Um, let's move on to another one in the room. Uh, Tim. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah. How did you get into gaming? How did, I know you're a big Sega fan, obviously, as well. But how yeah, did you get into yeah, the gaming? Oh, well, uh, I lived during a time before there was video games. Ooh. Um, a bit like Brizzo. Tim is uh, 70 was, years old. He looks 30, but he's about yeah. 70 years old. Uh, 48, actually. Oh, babe. What? The other day. Shut up. Yeah, Shut the front mate. door. Mate, you're looking good, mate. Yeah, looking Brian, good, son. Maybe it's the hair. It could be the COVID man. So um I used to play a lot of board games. Um I was I was so into gaming what was available at the time. So I always played always played board games and I um and because I was in hospital a lot as a kid, um mm. I used to play these games my own. So even Monopoly, I'd sit there and I'd imagine there were other people Playing against me, and I try and beat them, and I dude, try you're and breaking myself. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's not much else you could do. So oh. I made the most of what I had. So I played Yahtzee. I played games like squad. I used to play chess and... against myself so I can relate. Oh, no, Brian! <laughs> <laughs> My dad, uh, God bless him, he taught me how to play chess and I could never beat him. He was so good. Um, I'm not saying he was a grandmaster, but, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I just love playing, love playing games. And then, mm. um, I ran across Space Invaders at the local squash court and my life changed from that point on. So I was just like another form of gaming. Yeah. That I could interact with. And that was so it. I didn't need to have somebody play with me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I got into it all. I mean, I was an only child, so gaming, you know, video games for me were brilliant. Like something to play against, something to challenge me. Uh, I think I might have done the Monopoly thing by myself once, actually. Okay. Oh, Tim. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've still got my board games when I was a kid. Oh, I've mate. I've still got them. Yeah, love I will. Them. Love them. Yeah. I've got I've got other editions yeah. of them, but yeah, obviously got to try and keep the same ones. Uh, that that Space Invaders one segues quite nicely to Brian over mm. there, because since Spaces, there's there's something about since Spaces as a name, isn't it? Yeah. So um, when I was coming up with the name for the channel, um, there was only one other name that I kind of considered, and that was going to be the Sega Times. But I thought I can't restrict I can't just restrict myself to just Sega. Um, content mm. um, and then I thought back to when Xbox 360 first came out you could actually put a certain amount of letters of text as your motto and it would be underneath your username hardly anyone remembers this feature but it was a thing no and idea. in certain games like dead or alive if you looked in the background you'd actually see your motto up on the big displays in the, uh, near the arena on the scoreboard in the background and so I was just trying to think, how could, what could I put in for my motto? And I remember reading on a forum, some guy was talking about how he said, my old lady's been playing video games since Spacey's. And I thought, Boom. that's it. Enigma. It's Spacey's. I, that's my motto. So I used it as my motto. And then when I was coming up with a name, cha- uh, a choice of name for the channel, uh, since Spacey's, it's got to be dot, dot, dot. You've got to have that dot, dot, dot to <laughs> the unspoken. I've been playing video games since Spacey's. Um, and it just stuck. And uh, a lot of people don't understand that Spacey's is Australian slang for Space Invaders. But I did hear a, a Kiwi guy, a tradesman, who came into the house going, oh, you got lots of video games, eh? Oh, I'd be, I used to play, uh, I used to hang out in the Spacey's arcade and, and, and play the games myself. And when he said that, I was just like, mate, sorry, can you... What did you just say? Mm. I used to play them spaces as well. And I went, man, I hardly ever hear anyone refer to it as spaces anymore. Thank you, man. It's an Antipodean <laughs> so, thing, isn't it? it, I, it we so never, it, we it never, was, we never refer to it like that. I, you had to a, explain that, it to me it like was, yonks ago. Yeah. It was definitely uh, an Australian and Kiwi thing. And I don't know about the rest of the world. Yeah. So is that what got so you into gaming? Was it, was, was, was spaces the sort of the, the who, the Eureka moment? Oh, for sure. Um, I walked into the milk bar. I've done a video on this and, um, oh. milk bars used to be like a corner shop that sold milk, milkshakes and, and lollies and what whatnot. And they had, um, pinball machines for the most part. But one day I walked in and there was this 
machine, this cabinet with this weird looking alien thing on the side. It looked electric. It looked like really scary and menacing. And as a four or five year old saying that, that scared the crap out of me. But mm-hmm. I was interested, like, what is this machine? And I walked up and there's this weird alien things coming down with bases to protect you and you're shooting up and and what got me was that i'd never seen anything where you actually controlled what was happening on the screen before Mm. you you explain that to kids now and they've just grown up with ipads and whatnot to them they can't comprehend that Mm -hmm. but you actually could press the button and things moved on the screen and stuff happened yeah. according to how you moved it. And I was hooked from, from the very first moment. And, um, yeah, put my milk crate, climbed up, put my 20 cents in, and I've been playing games since. So hooked, man. Um, hooked. Yeah. Hooked line sinker. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, what? I was Sorry, you're going, you're going. If we could steal that synth spacey thing for each of each other members in this panel, I'd be since Zool. Since Zool, oh my word, what? Todd, you might be since Bubsy. I love Bubsy. No, no one this is Bubsy, okay? <laughs> Bubsy follows us on Twitter. Bubsy. Yeah, we can't we can't yeah. diss him. He follows us on Twitter. Well, is, is there an, actually an official? Twitter account for Bubsy. He only, he only follows about a hundred of us, I think, because we did that podcast on him. Whoever was running the the account at the time just went, "Yeah, follow Arcade Attack," and we're like, "Oh, I can DM Bubsy. That's quite interesting." But yeah, <laughs> he keeps he keeps popping up everywhere. Every time I put a Bubsy tweet out, he always pops up. That guy. Is <laughs> another, what you're talking about? Is there another Bubsy yeah. game coming out? I think there's another I, new one coming out or something. I don't possibly. Know. I I personally Please only like no. the first one. I personally only really like the first one. The other ones I'm very you know, not into, but the first one's the one that I think is um, yeah. people go onto it a bit too much. Where I think it's actually a good game, but a lot of people don't think it's a good game, which is fine. But don't everyone get has started. Opinion. Don't get him started. We'll come on to Bubsy later. <laughs> now we'll we'll have a little Bubsy chat later. Uh, <laughs> but so but Tim Tim is also a synth spaces. Tim would also be synth spaces. I was going to say that. So Tim it, is synth spaces. Also be a little bit of synth synth pong. I would be <laughs> yeah I would be since binatone pong machine which is not as catchy <laughs> I don't know have you guys seen these binatone no so it was like a ripoff it was like a ripoff pong machine and you hooked it up so this was years ago oh my god even before I got probably into video games my, my cousins had one and it took them ages to actually get it working on the telly because you got to scan the channel and everything <laughs> And it had these oh, two yeah. <laughs> two rusty dials, and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "This is amazing." This Are yours since Pong Clone? <laughs> since Pong, since Binatone <laughs> ripoff Pong Machine. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. The, the first game I remember playing properly wasn't Zool. It was a, a Spectrum Pirate game, and then it sounds a bit rude now, but I'd be since Booty. Since Booty. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't yeah, own that. I totally own that. That's a pirate game, isn't it? Is that a pirate game? Might be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's quite a good game. Like a platform game. It's a very good game, actually. That's you have to just collect booty. I mean, treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Adult theme now. But it does have a oh, it wow. does have a like a PC meaning. Don't worry, it does have a PC meaning. Booty. Arr. Oh yeah, yeah. Very booty. Got the Another boot. word for pirate Arr. treasure. Arr. That's a Beastie Boys <laughs> sample. <laughs> but, um, I blame you. It's good. So obviously, you guys. Went into gaming. 
Tim and Brian on the old Sega hotline. Actually, I'm curious. Like, how did you even guys get the? I'll start with Tim. Actually, how did you get the job? How did it even like come about that it was a thing? Like, I don't even. How how do people get those jobs? Well, I I didn't even know the job existed. They they found you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't like they were looking for me. God no. Um. So I'll try and. Cut a long story short. So um, one day I came across the Master System, fell in love with it, um, and uh, I used to I used to play my video games while I was in hospital on that and became a really big fanboy. I wanted to know more about Sega. Mm. So I saw one of the games and there was an address on the back of one of the, uh, the cartridges, uh, one of the boxes. So... I wrote a letter to Sega of America um, and I wasn't really expecting anything, but then again, I, I guess I was because I don't know. I, I just expected something maybe. Mm. Um, and anyway, somebody replied and her name was Judy and she was in some sort of like customer relations of that. And anyway, we built a big friendship out of it all. Um, Years went by and she sent through a box to me and in the box was every cheat and walkthrough for every Master System and Mega Drive that had come out, ones that had not been released yet. So they'd been announced and been and had the cheats for them and games that hadn't even been announced. So I was sitting on this you know, mother's load of uh, mother load of information, but I didn't know what to do with it. And then a few months went by. I saw a um, an, another box, and there was a number for the Sega hotline, which was up in Sydney. Now I'm I'm living in country Victoria, mm. so to give you an idea of distance, it's about a ten hour drive up, up the highway. Yeah, yeah. So it's not exactly close. So, <laughs> no. um, so anyway, gave him a call. I don't know. Um, some bloke answered. I don't know who it was, to be honest. I, I might even know. Like, I might know. even know, yeah. But anyway. It might have been. So anyway, yeah. I tried him out. I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that sounds good. You, you know your stuff. And then I kept on harassing them every week as the hell Love it. job there. Was his name yeah. Luke? Does the name Luke Foy remember, uh, I ring a bell? I can't remember the name. I, d- I, don't, okay. I don't think I even bothered about remembering names because I was just so excited that there <laughs> Give was me a job. <laughs> Give me a job. Give me a job. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, kept on pestering them. They, I, I always say I reckon they gave up. Um, so went up <laughs> just, there. just give the guy a bloody they caved. job. Just, oh, they caved. Get him out of the way. <laughs> And um, I flew up there, and, and back then, buying a flight between uh, between where I lived um, in northeast Victoria to to Sydney, Costa, it was actually cheaper to fly to Bali Jesus. than it would have been. Bali's like north of you guys, ridiculous. isn't it? It was. Mm. It worked so, the Sega um, hotline in Bali then, you know? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, so I went up there, didn't know what the hell I was doing in the interview because I never had a job before. Um, and they asked me, what could you bring to Sega? You know, what, what makes you so special? And I slid across a bit of paper and they're going, what's this? I said, I have a read. And um, it was a, a walkthrough and, and cheat codes for a particular game that hadn't been released. And I'm wondering, what, how did you get this? <laughs> how do you know this? I was like, oh, you know, told them about Judy over in the US. And um, they asked, well, have you got more? And I'm going, well, 
yeah, pens. And um, so anyway, I didn't know how I went in the job. Um, no idea at all. Went back down and a couple of days later they offered me the job and the rest is history. Wow. Here we are. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I'm guessing that Brian's uh, story, I'm guessing that Brian's story, yeah. that's a brilliant story, by the way, but I'm guessing that yeah. Brian's story doesn't entail a box full of goodies from America. He's looking like <laughs> no, it doesn't. I I always <laughs> thought that my story and my adventures of how I got into Sega was a great read, but when I first heard Tim's background story, <laughs> I just, it was like me throwing papers up and you, I give up. Um, <laughs> he, he tops mine, but I'll have a shot at it. Um, I, I was just a huge Sega fanboy. Um, yeah. it was mostly due to the arcade machines that got me thinking, mm. this company knows what they're doing. Nintendo weren't even on the radar. I knew what Nintendo were, but they didn't really strike a chord with me. And it wasn't, uh, Nintendo just wasn't as big in Australia as what Sega was. Um, yeah. I first heard about Nintendo with Game and Watches, and then I saw this thing called Mar- Mario Brothers on a on a grey box, and it looked cool, and I was really interested in it. But to me, it felt like that was their only game, and, yeah. and that was a, a, such a wrong, you know, uh, impression of a company. But that's the way it was at the time. Whereas you go into the arcades, you never saw the word Nintendo anywhere. It was just Sega everywhere, and. Mm. And so I idolized them for that. And then when I saw that they had this uh, thing called a master system, I really wanted to get that, but I couldn't afford it. So I ended up getting the SC3000 computer, which was reduced to clear. (laughs) And I've still got it. Um, So that's what started me off on my Sega adventure. And eventually I got uh, the printer that that goes along with it and all the other, the word processors stuff for that Sega computer. And I thought, I, I want to write my own magazine. So I'm only in um, high school at this stage. I've got no idea on how to do anything. I'm just making it up as I go along. Um, I'm, I'm printing out the words, the text, and getting pictures from magazines and putting it onto paper, being held in place with blue tack to hold it in a place and photocopying it. And that was my magazine, yeah, a whole <laughs> stack of them. And I would send them in to Sega and, and say, uh, can I get – I was asking them, can I get um, games sent to me to review? Nice. And and I didn't expect an answer, but the next thing you know, I've got games coming in left, right, and center to review. Oh, wow. Being, and, and we're not talking review codes. It's not like now. Um, yeah. They send so, you the lovely and, little, the little games. Well, stuff. one day they sent me four Mega Drives by mistake. Mm. <laughs> they sent you four <laughs> Mega Drives. <laughs> What am I meant to do with this? <laughs> and then they asked me to send it back, and oh. I was honest enough to give it back. Um, so uh, I've, I tried getting a job with the Sega lot, and the guy that was um, the manager at the time, he was just really dragging the chain on the whole thing, and he ended up getting moved on and, and replaced by another uh, staff member, Karen, who um, her one of her first duties was to start – bulking up the um the the Sega hotline with stuff that actually care about the product mm. and he's and one of their first calls was to me because I was sending them magazines and um so I ended up getting the job and one my interview was you can obviously read and you can obviously write what else can you bring to to the hotline <laughs> and I said well I I've finished Alex Kid in Miracle <laughs> World you're hired 
<laughs> that, was all I, that was all I needed was to to finish, and and I legitimately did finish that game without the use of any hotline or anything like that. We had to sit there and work it out ourselves. I played the cartridge version. I didn't get to play the inbuilt. It was before mm. it was oh, yeah. being given away as a freebie game, and that took ages to figure that out. But we did it. Weird thing is that Sega was sending me games back in the eighties to review. I've done a full free uh, a full circle. Sega have got a hold of my name now since Spacey's, the mm. people who are distributing Sega in Australia, and they're sending me review codes in 2020. Nice. Wow. Man. Which mm-hmm. is kind of, it's it's come complete circle. You know, I'm doing years. it again. Yeah. I'm doing the whole review thing again all these years <laughs> later. you three Game Gear minis in the post as well by mistake soon, hopefully. Ooh, um, I would rather they send me a Dreamcast 2 if there's a prototype for uh, one there out there. So, yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> never, never will. <laughs> they might have made one. You know how these things get buried. You never know. Yeah, the Game Gear, the Game Gear Micro thing was a bit of a. Did you guys? I'd have one as a joke. You have one as a joke. I have one as. I'd have it as a joke. Oh, have it it a joke. is just the. It was. On the on when they first announced it, it was interesting. But the more you read about it, the more it was like looking at a train, a, a car crash. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it's meant to be the fog but, gaming thing as well. Like, the whole kind of Sega right now, they all mm. they seem a bit all over the place, don't they? Well, when have they ever not been all over <laughs> the place? <laughs> That's the problem with Sega. Um, since the mid nineties, they've just I don't know. They've lost the plot, and it's really sad. That was um, it, isn't it? It's like basically the the early nineties. They had their yeah. SHIT together, and then well, mm. well, me yeah. and Tim were just lucky enough to be working for the company during the time when they really they were at their peak, and they were bigger than Nintendo at that stage. And that's not just a brag or a boast. They they were. Um, they were beating Nintendo in market share in the states. They were here in Australia. We were absolutely killing it until the Super Nintendo started Ooh, the game. Ooh, yeah. the SNES. We've got a SNES fan right down there with his Pikachu hat on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, I, I, I had both. I was I was playing Street Fighter Two while taking oh. calls on the Sega Hotline. You know. <laughs> oh no, you didn't have one in the office. Yes. I did. I did. I was playing. Um, Even. How could you do the that? The weird thing is, kids are ringing up asking, when is Street Fighter 2 coming out on the Mega Drive? And I'm sitting there, Hadouken, Hadouken. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. I don't care. Cause I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> we did, we did go, uh, get the, we did get the EEPROM. Uh, oh, okay. for Street Fighter 2. Yeah, that wow. was a big moment. Wow. And you're like, oh my God, the Mega Drive can I actually think do it this. Was the first time we saw the six button as well. Because mm. it yes. came with the, it came with a game too. So that was very nice of them to send that over, or else it would have been almost impossible to play yeah. Street Fighter. But um, mm. yeah, I I always say I don't think any work got done that day. Absolutely <laughs> no. none. But I always say that um, when 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 we finished for the day, Brizzy here, Brizzy here was he was a tad bit excited about. Oh, here the we game go. Because he'd be walking back to the bus stop. Cat, <laughs> And we have to walk past this park, and um, we're walking all the way down this park, and all 
Brisa could do in front of us was reenact Hadouken and he's jumping up like oh, he's it. It's not Hadouken, it's Shariuken. But, really but we were doing similar, mate. Worried, but we were bloody excited as well. Maybe you uh, we just kept it inside of us. <laughs> we didn't knock anyone similar. out, did you, Brian? <laughs> No. But the police are going to be on you. Some kid walking past. Oh, sorry, man. Lee kicks. No joking. Oh. Space, Spacey's doing a spinning bird kick. I mean, that's that. That's an image you're not going to get out of your head anytime soon. He wouldn't be able to get up again. No. Oh, be back to the hospital. Um, but uh, Matt, so, yeah, Matt, it sounds like you guys have some great times. What What are your? I mean, we've, we're a bit a bit short on time. Also, I can't. I'd like to tap your brain all all day about this. But what's your? What's up with Tim? What's your sort of favorite? Your favorite memory? Obviously, going not the Street Fighter two thing, but maybe like another like favorite memory from the from the Sega Hotline. Favorite memory. Best day. Yeah, favorite <laughs> memory. Some very special, unique memories. Like people can't get their Mega Drive out of the box or what. Um, <laughs> Or, uh, or, or the, or the visit to that lady's house because I felt sorry for him. That was a bad one. You but visited my. Oh, hang on, animal. Um, oh, it's, it's a long story. Is it okay? Story. All right. It's a long story. I'll tell you another time. We'll leave um, that on. But I think my my favorite memory is is a combination of a lot of things, and and it's you know the kids ringing up really excited and they wanted to sit there and chat to you about you know what's coming out why they love sonic why they love mm. sega and that mm. um the the fan mail we used to get that would come in and and you know read that read it all up and some of the stuff that they would draw for us it was pretty cool um i think it's just generally it's a, a culmination of of so many positive memories Mm. Um, I remember like, uh, do you remember the Sega lock on the yeah. sort of like their laser game? Yeah. Well, there was one weekend where we were all upstairs and we were all firing <laughs> at each other. <laughs> we got no work done. <laughs> we're just playing around with this thing. We had, um, all the, the twins and me and Rizzo were all firing against it. Yeah. It's just like setting off the alarms things. upstairs too. We weren't supposed to be up there. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, then, and then we had the, um, having some of the celebrities come in, like the basketballers mm. um, and the special s- special releases we would get to go to. We had Bud so. from Married with Children in the office one day. That no. was weird. Yeah. He's so shy. That was for an interview because the Secret Hotline also yeah. had um, on, down the hall a magazine that we used to write for as well. It was a in-house magazine. So we our duties weren't just answering the calls that was also writing reviews for that magazine and mm. so they'd have celebrities for feature articles come by would you like to have a look at the hotline and then we'll be on a call and look up and then there's some random uh celebrity just gawking at us on the phone so yeah that was it was a cool time is that your sort of your your favorite moment then brian or is another little story no, my, my favorite us? one's weird i i mean uh i i had a absolute what ride of a time, you know, just um, being there. How long were you guys there? The how, long, how long did this thing even last? How many years was this? I was there for about three years, four years. Wow. Uh, Tim was there longer. I was there for about five. Yeah. Five years. Five years. But my, my best yeah. memory was um, we used to get the maps uh, sent in by um, calls. It's kind of like people doing Let's Plays now and finishing up games and writing guides online. But before internet, they, they had this 
all this talent and information that they were writing down, they didn't know where to send it. So they'd send it into us to use on the hotline because they were wanting to, to help out. And I kept some of them. And um, one guy in particular, he did a guide for Wonderboy in Munsterland. And I just thought that the, this guy put so much effort into it, mm. how much everything is worth, where you can get all the items for all the maps, the lot. And he had his name and address and everything on on there and all these years later i thought i wonder if i can track him down so i i searched his name i stalked him you know nice um, bit of stalking I, 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 I stalked him all these years later and i i found the guy on facebook and i sent him a random message saying that hey i don't know if you remember sending in a guy to the seeker hotline all those wow. years ago and he replied back, was it Wonderboy in Munsterland? I'm like, no way, this guy remembers. <laughs> and I wanted him to be on my channel because I thought that would make such a cool video. And he he wanted to remain anonymous. And I'm like, oh. Oh, come on, that's such a cool story. <laughs> Why did he want to remain anonymous? I do not ask. Oh, uh, his name was um, hey, Scott hey. Morrison. <laughs> nah, joking. <laughs> prime Minister. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's no. a Prime Minister. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. He wasn't anyone famous or anything. Maybe, I don't know. And, and I tried, we tried, I tried tracking down one of our colleagues and because he's gone on to become a, a professional in his, in his field. And we, I was trying to get him to come onto the channel, but <clears throat> no reply. I hate to break it to you guys, but there are people out there who think what we do is not cool. It's, it's you're joking. It's, Who are they? And tell me their names. Yeah, my there. wife actually. You know, that's one name. We're gonna sick. <laughs> we're gonna sick <laughs> toppers on them. Yeah, but yeah. I love that. I love I, that. I'm on to you. I could sniff them out. I could. <laughs> I could listen to the Sega Hotline stuff all day. Seriously, but um, let's move on. There's a guy. I know Todd. Todd, I've got to bring you back in, mate. I know you've been. You've been like. You're like uh, Sega or Sega. Or yeah. Sega. Sega again, guys? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I just heard all about it. <laughs> but the thing is, right, like when, whenever I see your collection, Todd, there's, there's, there's more, there's more Nintendo stuff there, isn't it? Would you say, would you say yeah, you're more, more a Nintendo guy than a Sega guy? Yeah. Sega I'm guy? Definitely more Nintendo guy because, um, when I first went back to the Super Nintendo in 2003, I noticed that the Super Nintendo cartridges were getting really expensive. So I mm. thought, well, if I start collecting them now, I might, you know, it might be better off for me. Later on, when it's really expensive, so I started off with the Super Nintendo. So organically, all this Nintendo stuff just kept building up more and more and more because the Sega stuff, like the Mega Drive, was nowhere near as expensive. Even now, it's actually pretty decently priced mm. if you want to buy any Sega stuff. The Super Nintendo cartridges with the box. If you want to box Super Nintendo cartridge, it's getting to the point where the prices are just ludicrous. So all it's my because everyone destroyed Nintendo- the boxes, mate. That's why you had a yeah. snes. Yeah. Mate, I didn't destroy my boxes, but my brother's no, your mates friends, did. Yeah, my <laughs> brother's friends destroyed my boxes, but I had to replace Heathens. those boxes years later. Even for games that I didn't like, I replaced the boxes for the games that my brother's sorry, friends sorry, destroyed. I gotta interrupt. Anyone that follows um, Top Loader has got to watch that video about how he loaned, <laughs> his older brother loaned out the game and how it got damaged. It's just an absolute crack up, literally. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch that video yeah, we'll get that, it um, yeah, it, was actually, it was actually Bubsy too what oh no yeah. oh and, he didn't and it was oh. Bubsy and X-Men Arcade's Revenge there's actually two but got damaged so he, they're, both, they're both funny stories but basically yeah the Bubsy one 
my brother lent it to him with the box because you know what the cardboard boxes are like. So as I was watching my friend pull out his pants, my brother's friend put the cartridge and the box down his pants and ride off into the sunset on his bike. Oh my summer god! Day. Crushed. <laughs> Absolutely when it came crushed. Back, how, when it came back, how good do you think that the condition of the Bubsy box actually was? It's flat. <laughs> not not well, too Bubsy's good. Violated. <laughs> Uh, it did sticky, ta- <laughs> sticky tape it back together, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> it can't, but you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, okay, so Bubsy, Bubsy's, Bubsy's got a big place in your heart, hasn't it, mate? But what's your what's what's it your does. sort of favorite Nintendo games? What's your what's your, what's your sort of favorite? Uh, Nintendo my favorite stuff? Nintendo, <clears throat> my favorite Nintendo game is actually uh, Super Mario World and F Zero because F Zero mm. that needs a new game, but Super Mario World is actually the very first game that I completed one hundred percent, all ninety six exits. Because it, it came packed in with my Super Nintendo. I didn't really think too much of it at the time because everyone wanted Street Fighter 2. When you got a Super Nintendo on Christmas Day, everybody wanted Street Fighter 2, which is what I played for about two weeks straight. I don't think I even played <laughs> any of my other games apart from Street Fighter 2. I put them all in probably once to check to see if they worked. But by the time I got <laughs> over Street working. Fighter 2 and I finally put Super Mario World into it, I thought, what a great game. And I just got hooked on it so much, but I completed the whole game. And to this day, it's still my favorite game of all time. And it's just got the best balance of platforming to hardness. It's not too frustrating. It's not too underwhelming. And there's also I've, I've harder levels. i it out as well. Yeah. There's also harder levels with the special levels if you want an extra challenge as mm. well. So it's actually a very good balancing game. I've actually just taught my son how to fly his cape in Super Mario World. So he's actually flying all over the place. He's flying, <laughs> he's flying for all through the levels now. <laughs> Can I surprise you? Can I shock you? You can. The first time I played Super Mario World was about five years ago. Oh, oh, yeah. I <laughs> wow. The thing is, that is surprising. Oh, I'm a gamer. <laughs> I know I'm a gamer, Dylan. You know. But the thing is, like, over here, uh, with the Sega Nintendo divide here, but over here, Nintendo wasn't as popular. I swear to God, like, growing up and just everywhere, it just wasn't that popular. I mean, I don't, I don't know, Adrian. When when did you first get like a Nintendo? You, you got the Sega um, stuff first, right? My first Nintendo was uh, N sixty four. So that oh, Jesus, really. oh, I've got sorry, sorry to hear. We feel sorry now. Sorry to hear. <laughs> oh, I like my N sixty four. I will. It. I will say that in the eighties, it was all Sega in Australia. Or yeah, Sega, no. however you want to say it. Um, Nintendo didn't really come into it until Street Fighter 2, basically, because... Street Fighter put ex- them on the map here, definitely. It was exclusive to the Super Same. Nintendo for a time being, and we all thought that it was just going to stay exclusive, which it obviously wasn't. And honestly, that's the only reason why I bought a Super Nintendo, because the Master System was actually king in Australia until Street Fighter Wait, 2 came on, out. Hang on, hang on a minute. Am I more of a Nintendo fan than you are? Because I bought mine Super Nintendo before Street Fighter 2 was even heard Ooh. of on the system. I was 11 years old, bro. How much you to pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas time, man. Spacey's was earning money. Wait. You were like, oh, uh, uh, In all fairness, You're- I did actually go to Brashes. There's a store name that you haven't heard in years. And yeah. bought. I bought a Super Nintendo on my lunch break while working for Sega. Um, and came back with it. And everyone just looked at me in shock. Like, because I was like the biggest Sega fanboy. And... But the game that sold the Super Nintendo for me was F Zero. Mm, um, I, I saw game. those. 
Mode seven. I saw that mode seven in effect. Oh my god! What? Where oh, the hell did you, you pull oh, that thing out from? The audio only guys can't see, but Tim's holding up a brashes oh, a brashes bag. How how old is that? Thirty years? Okay, did brashes you... hasn't been a thing since the late nineties. Oh, oh mate, nineties. Did well you buy that off eBay, yeah. mate? <laughs> they didn't make Perfect anything agenda. biodegradable, did they, back in them days? Jeez. No, that was built to I work in an op shop. I volunteer in an op shop, and somebody dropped off some clothing and that. And <laughs> I would have kept it. that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. So, anyway, so, yeah, I, I personally uh, was attracted to the Super Nintendo because of the Mode 7 graphics. Mm. Um, and when I first got the super nintendo i actually came down with chicken pox so for two weeks i was off the hotline and so rather than playing sega i was playing the super nintendo because it was my new console and i finished and completed and maxed out uh, super mario world and just uh, so now i've got some really vivid memories of that game because of the chicken pox while playing it uh, i don't know if you guys have had chicken pox but you, yeah, you kind of come yeah. it's really bad <laughs> but um i just absolutely i didn't like the game originally i thought super mario world looked very kiddish and cartoonish it just didn't look like a game that i would get into but as soon as you just pick up the controller and start getting into it those controls are tight it's how such much a yeah i mean how much game. is it an evolution from super mario brothers 3 on the nes because a mate of mine at primary school used to have that and i used to just like go around his house just to play that okay but you know mm. how you know how much you know how much is better it is it actually really? much in sound and audio and in controls yeah, everything yeah, yeah. it's just like a huge step up Gameplay wise, though, there's not much mm. apart from Yoshi. There's got better sound, obviously, but um, evolution wise, they didn't really evolution of it too much because I will say the best thing about it is the hub world. It's the best hub world in any Mario game ever. I don't think I've ever done a better hub world. The way it integrates with all the levels and everything changes as you move on, plus all the red dot secrets, everything like that, which I still have now. But to mm. say that Super Mario 3 is a big evolution, uh, Super Mario World's big evolution for Super Mario 3. Only graphically and sound-wise, really, and Yoshi, mm. basically. Mm, in my opinion, I think that, um, and, it, and this is coming from someone that didn't really like the NES growing up, but kind of trying to get into it now all these years later. Super Mario Bros. 3, I found that the levels were too short. Mm. But they were hard, a lot man. of them, though. But they were way yeah. harder. Yeah. They were way mm. harder, bro. They were way yeah. harder. That, that As I last... found out on the stream the other night, yes. <laughs> world 8. World 8 is the hardest world. Um, I, it's my personal favorite um, world in any Mario game. Even though Super Mario was my favorite game. Mario 8 with all the tanks and everything like that. That's my favorite. I actually like to do that without anything, like just without any power-ups. I just like to do that just with my own skills because you can really hone your own skills by dodging all those bullets and getting around them tanks. It is the best set of levels in any Mario game. Wow. That's quite a statement, yeah. mate. Well, that, mate yeah, I'm, we stand by do, it or sit by it as I am. We have to do more <laughs> Mario stuff on our on our show because it's yeah. only really none of us have had the kind of experience of it that you guys have. have and I don't know I why. I played a lot of the, the Wii games still and on, like, you know, Mario... Uh, oh God, I forgot the name now. The, uh, the Super Mario the Brothers Galaxy. on the Wii? Is that, is that what you're thinking? The of? Galaxy ones, yeah. I played a lot oh, of that. Oh, the Super Mario, Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, they're pretty good. That is a good one. Um, um, collecting, then. any Zelda fans in the house? I was gonna go. Ah, 
you know what? I was waiting for you to ask about that because we never talk about Zelda. In fact, actually, when no. we, whenever we talk about Zelda all the time, but I think Adrian talks about Zelda and then the rest of us are like, what? Probably my favourite series of games. Yeah. There you go. Dylan, this is, I, I, Dylan, I, Dylan yeah. you no, need I have to a play spot for Zelda. Um, Which Zelda, though? Any, uh, okay, link to the past. You're going to play at past. least... Okay, you, I start, yeah. Same. You've at least got to play. Um, I know Adrian likes Ocarina of Time. It's one of his favorite games. But you've honestly, for a good place to start, I think Link to the Past is probably the best place to start. Or the um the the 2DS one, the 3DS one, the um the Link Between Worlds. Oh, that's that's very good. good yeah. Adrian lent that's me that. Yeah. I played it for about an hour <laughs> and went. <laughs> I went. Oh, Adrian, do you want this back now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll drive it this second. I don't want it anymore. I probably, yeah. I probably just wasn't in the right headspace to get into it. I'll, I'll we'll put it down to that. Give yeah. it a chance. Give it a chance because it, it is. I think that's the wrong game to get into for the start because you don't, you don't have a particular order you got to do things in, and I think that's um, unzelda like of that game. <laughs> they tried to mix it up and do something new, but throwing someone into that game for the first time in the series. Probably not the best way to go. I, I think um, the Super Nintendo uh, Link to the Past is is the best Super Nintendo. Uh, so the best Zelda game to get into for the wow. f- first one. I know that Adrian's a big fan of Breath of the Wild. Have you any of you guys got a Switch? Any of you guys play that? Yeah, yeah. And yep. I actually bought it on yep. uh, Wii U first. Uh, I didn't have a Switch until at least a year in. Um, yeah. And I I really do like that game, but man, the the, the breaking sword mechanic or whatever it is they've got in that game just does my head in <laughs> it's a bit like the witcher isn't it all right uh, so you basically yeah. stuff breaks yeah, yes does. and it. real quick yeah it's annoying it's so annoying i had I mean, to go the master at sword and breaks i had to go rob for streets of rage 3 for that oh. because you know because stuff breaks <laughs> in streets of rage 3 doesn't it i'm like this sucks i want to i, I want to just... pipe for the whole level why are you making it break <laughs> Well, it actually breaks in Streets of Rage two. After a Does while, it? It oh, if you get hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but it doesn't show um, like in Streets of Rage three a meter where it's, you can see it degrading. Right. Yeah, it's just so be in a bit middle, uh, like a middle of a boss fight, and it just break on you, and you kind of like search searching. For I needed that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's annoying, eh? So the boss is chasing you whilst you're like trying to struggle around trying to find a sword. Is that what? Is you've, that what happens? You've got, you've got backup bin or you've something got backup to throw at him. You can hold about twenty swords by the end, uh, but the master sword technically doesn't break, but it runs out of energy. Um, yeah, so or to... something like that. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I couldn't remember. Oh, it was man. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Such a bad mechanic. I I just really. I, if they could, if there was one thing I could change, it would be that, and then it would be to me be the perfect game. Great game. Yeah, I love yeah. it. But then, if you just had one amazing sword and it never run out, then you just like yeah, well, uh, just cane everything, and there'd be no there'd be no strategy there, would there? Surely. No, you definitely got strategy. It's just that you don't have to worry about the damn thing breaking, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> but your link, but your link, Brian, you know, your link, you're like, oh, you know, oh, my sword's broken. Oh, no. I think it. by the time you get to a certain point in the game, you should be earning like a really good sword, sword that doesn't break. Like you got to this point, like you're really high up and you've just got a really good sword that just won't break. And all those other swords that break, it's just so annoying. But if you have one sword that you've earned that doesn't break, I think it's a very good mechanic to put into the next Breath of the Wild game that they're going to bring out. Hopefully. Next year, apparently, I think they're saying, aren't they? All right. So. Yeah. I've heard that in the next game, Link is going to have a catchphrase. He's going to talk <laughs> for the very first time. Um, would you really? reckon that would be, Toppers? 
What you reckon? What you reckon his catchphrase would be? Call me on one more time. That's the phrase. Excuse me, princess. Oh man, there's a really good version of that meme, but with Patrick Bateman's face in it, like Christian Bale, like call me, call me, call me Zelda one more time. That is kind of weird, isn't it? That they did a cartoon featuring the adventures of Link. Mm. And he talks. No one, yeah. like, you, He's not meant to talk. Dude, right? you're not. Yeah, shut up. You're not meant to talk. What are you doing? <laughs> He's meant to be mute. Just, I know. Just, just stop talking. We're not used to it from you. And he'd be a terrible guest on the podcast, though, wouldn't he? Can you imagine? So, Lee, have what's your favourite adventure? Oof, no, nothing. Just have him like Mr. Bean. Or <laughs> Mr. Bean. Or can you imagine if he sounded like Jar Jar Binks or something? Oh, I, God, that's I, why you're I, mute. I, 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 I got a question. When you heard Zelda's voice for the first time, did you like go, no, nah? <laughs> was that your reaction as well? Or was it yeah, just me? Yeah. I, I, I think the voice acting is quite good in that game, but I do agree. It didn't quite hit the Zelda notes. I, I agree, actually. Yeah. yeah it wasn't anyway, quite uh, on there. Just me. It's not that she doesn't talk in, like, cause in, uh, it's just that you don't actually hear it. You just see it being written out for you. Uh, in Skyrim Sword, she yeah. got up in that game, but you don't actually get to hear the speech because Nintendo right. and voice acting they just don't don't get along. I'd like that. That's for me the next area I'd like to see Nintendo really lift their game, and that is with voice acting. They just mamma mia, and, and a couple of lines here and there is <laughs> not going to cut it in twenty twenty onwards. I, I think they're really got to. Um, isn't Nintendo famously say you don't need a story in a game? What? What this? Oh, he says that. I'm glad you Near brought motto. this up. I'm really glad you brought this up because Sega were all about trying to make things like movies, weren't they? Mm. Back in the day, mm. or the old FMV. Do you think that kind oh. of gaming? Do you think that kind of gaming is even gaming? Because I, I played the other day. I don't know if you guys have played it. I'm getting quite into my current gen stuff now. But um, I played Detroit Become Human the other day. I want to play that. I just haven't gotten mm. around to it. Yeah. You gotta play it, dude. It basically, but it's just by, by Quantic Dream, and you know they're big into this kind of like interactive movie thing, and with a few kind of QTE things in there, and it just blew me away, dude. It blew me away. But when the I was, you know, you guys working for Sega, you would have seen the Mega CD, wouldn't you? I mean, what what were your sort of like yeah. first impressions oh, yeah. of the Mega CD and FMV gaming? I'll start with Tim because he's not chatted for a little while. But Tim, what was your sort of first impression of that, and did it blow you away? Or were you like this sucked? And you know what? What was your kind of impression of that? Just for the record, the reason why I haven't spoken about Zelda is because I've never played it. Yes, I'm I, mate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love Zelda hater. I, I don't I would, hate I, it. I, would, I just nah, don't have the patience. I, I would suggest you try and change oh. that. The Super grab Nintendo. This, grab back, go up, bat. You worked on a hotline there, helping people back. do this stuff. Come on. <laughs> all right so um my first impressions of the mega cd um my i I was actually blown away by it the games i was amazed by it because i know it was really basic sort of stuff uh now looking back i think the games are rubbish okay but you got to understand at the time nothing really like this had really been done on the CD. I like the idea that you could play 
music on it. It, it played like an ordinary CD. Yeah. I just, I, I, I was, I was actually amazed at the time and, and it sort of gave me an idea. Wow. What, what's the future got in hold, got in hold for, for this format, this new format instead of a cartridge using the CD? What, what is to come? So, mm. um, yeah, I was blown away from that aspect that the game, mm, crap. But, <laughs> <laughs> It just it just slowly opened up the door for a whole new whole new format. Mm. Yeah, so it was really. I had a chat with yeah, I had a chat with Tom Kalinsky a few years ago. Um, before he even yeah. did the podcast, actually, he refused to he refused to answer our email questions. We're like, can you just Skype me? And Adrian was like, oh, I got to work or something. And can you do it? I'm like, oh yeah, I'll chat to Tom Kalinsky. And he actually he next, actually. Yeah, <laughs> next time you you are struggling to find someone to talk to Tom Kalinsky, just just give me a call, yeah. right? Because I've still got his I'm email. Email. <laughs> I've still got his email. I can put you in touch. But um, yeah, but he's um, and he said he he said to me, he said, I said, you know, what do you think the Mega CD in the games? And he said it was something that needed to happen. Like the Mega CD, yeah. people knock yeah, it that's... now. But it's the, you know, it's the kind of thing that, that kind of needed to happen, that CD-based gaming, and then they're glad they did it. Okay, they could have made more money out of it, but, you know, they're glad they did it. And it kind of, you know, Sega, Sega, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they were, they've done, they did a lot of things for the industry to kind of like, you know, bring it here, don't they? Uh, but yes, yeah, your spaces, did you think that, that FMV, when you first saw the, the Mega CD in the FMV gaming, did you think that was going to be the future or you're like, eh? This is just I thought it was, an, it, it was more of an interesting sideshow. Um, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like about Night Trap in particular was mm. all the calls that we got from press trying to oh. milk oh, yes. a comment out of us about violence in video games, etc. Um, I'll never forget how relentless some of those um, reporters were. And mm. I ended up just hanging up on a couple of them because they were mm. just that rude and just straight up like i even as a um i i had a bit of a chip on my shoulder at that age i was like <laughs> if you're not into video games i don't want to talk to you sort of thing nice and nice. And, and, and the novel and the and the angle that you could hear in the journalist's voice was that they were trying to get something to be talking negative about video games and as soon <laughs> as i detected that i was clank hang up i just didn't yeah. want to talk to him um and so probably not gonna work for pr for Sega, based on that, no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, uh, I, my only complaint about the Mega CD was it was just too expensive, and and they were aiming it to be like this high end product, which I appreciated because I was getting a staff discount, which is how I got mine. Um, I, I paid four hundred and fifty buckaroonies for that oh and it was re retailing for 6.99 yes australian it, dollars i was gonna was, say that's horrendous that, that, that this is an add-on it's more expensive than the actual console they were about <laughs> so, they were about 300 quid over here they were 300 yeah, quid and so they, they um, did try to address yeah. that later with the mega cd2 but by that time the the whole spark the bottom had fallen died out of it. yeah 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 so i i did think that there was a lot of potential i, I think um snatcher was such a great game and mm. i got that on day one i've still got that uh that's in my worth collection. a lot of money now yeah that's to be a pal version as well that would be a lot of money yeah and uh the other game that i think that did well on the system and took kind of some sort of advantage of the potential of the system was sonic cd 
Um, mm. it, it really did. It, it tried to tap into what Sonic 2 was meant to be going into the future and past and mm. present. That They had to scrap that for Sonic 2, and it ended up being a thing of Sonic CD. So... I like yeah, that. I, I do. Yeah, I think I think Sonic CD is great actually. But the th- the the thing that annoyed me was that if you accidentally got into a spin attack and then knocked one of the uh the things when you didn't really want to, I was like, I don't really want to go to the future. Or like, I kind of want to stay here. Yeah, and then you got to wait fifteen <laughs> seconds for it to load. Yeah, and, yeah. that kind of. <laughs> it was. It's an almost you game back for to me. It's an almost. I'm like, I don't, don't want to go. No, I was like, oh, can you imagine like <laughs> living in can you imagine living the good life in the eighties and then coming to twenty twenty? Oh, Seriously, yeah. screw you and your pandemic you twenty twenty. Apparently, Futurama won the episodes at the start of each episode. They have a little, little slogan that says, <laughs> "Whatever you do, don't time travel to twenty twenty. And this was done about <laughs> twenty odd years ago. <laughs> they predict. I think so, so, some of those writers have predicted things that we can only like, like the Trump thing, like Simpsons, like predicted yeah. Trump. Simpsons, yeah. <laughs> the ele- was it the elevator one where he's going up the elevator? Yeah. It's like uh, escalator. Yeah, yeah. Escalator. Escalator. Yeah. 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 I just like, oh, I don't know, man. Don't but getting know. getting back to the Mega CD and mm. its features, uh, Sonic CD, you just pointed out that it had a bit of an issue in loading a section and you had to wait. And it wasn't that long a wait compared to the Neo Geo CD. Oh. Um, but it was a wait nonetheless. But here we are in 2020. A new console is about to land. It's promising instant bang, you're in. And Crash Bandicoot is going to be one of the first games to... Is it No, Ratchet & Clank, sorry. Ratchet & Clank is going to be one of the first games to really push that feature where you, you're just zigzagging in and out of different dimensions on the fly. No loading. Mm. You you just you can go this dimension or you can go that dimension and bang a new level just pops in and loads mm. up and I I'm excited for the new generation of consoles based on that zero load time that just instant things just dropping in on you left right and center. Do you I, think I can't that's wait a, for that. do you think that's a key reason why like a lot of people go back to retro gaming loading times and sort of annoying things like no nah, price. Crap. Games price. getting too expensive. I think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think it's it's price and you know a pain for loot boxes and little oh. add-ons like that. You know, electronic it's, arts, it's just, man. What happened to them? Jesus. Yeah, I, I used to worship. Yeah, they were, <laughs> yeah, we all did. Um, and I, I still respect them for the old stuff, like all of us do. Respect them for all the stuff that they did in the but past. But not what they've but, become. Um, yeah, not what they've become. I mean, I, we I mean, we, we've all just grown up with this thing that you paid at the time eighty dollars for a game, and, that's and it. you got a few hours of entertainment out of that, and that was it. Mm. Okay, but no, no, you got you buy this game, but then you got to buy this to add on to that, and then uh, it so it's kind of like Sonic and Knuckles, huh? Yeah, but that that's like one off, mate. Yeah. yeah, it was. And that was kind of clever how they did that. They, they knew that they, they couldn't get the whole game out in time, so they split it into two. And I just thought that was super intelligent how they did that. Cuz it Sonic 3 by itself is a is a big old game. It's a game. I mean, it's, a, it's a big game, yeah. Okay, it's just, yeah. you know, but they were just like, "Oh, here's the rest of it." Ooh, and Knuckles as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but we um Adrian's good friends with Trip Hawkins. Aren't you, Aid? You had a good chat with him the other day. And he added you on Facebook as well, didn't he? Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, we're just going to keep name dropping. We're going to keep name dropping all of these legends. And then, he's kind of come out of hiding. He's on Facebook all the time now. He's 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 knocking about the 3DO sites. I think he's writing a book or something. I think one of the reasons he did interview for us because he's getting back more into the public eye a bit. I think he's going to do. I think he's gone into documentaries and stuff now. So yeah, he's um, it's really interesting. Yeah, so we actually what helped. Did, you asked him get about the ball moving. I think you asked him about current day EA, didn't you? And what did he say? He said, "Did he say kind of similar kind of kind of thing? Like it's just where it's going." Yeah, he said. I, I, he wasn't. He gave quite a nice corporate answer, but he literally said it's the way the world's going. He said, "You know, he's, I don't think he really gave his real opinion necessarily, but he just said that's the way." Is this the way this, the, the world go. is going, Todd? Todd? Todd Toddy? Yes, I'm back. Don't worry, I'm here. I haven't <laughs> gone <this>, anywhere. <laughs> is every game going to cost yeah. us two hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars Australian? Is this how it's going to go? Well, possibly, but I'm not sure if I'll be paying that much. But it depends on the game. I mean, really, I'm pa- is. <laughs> right <laughs> now I'm mainly playing the Switch game, which is great because my son's right into Nintendo anyway. So he plays the PlayStation, right? For the Lego games, they're good for that. But honestly, apart from that, I'm really right into the Switch at the moment anyway. So if they go to that direction, I'm not sure how far I'm going to go with it myself. I might, I will definitely buy a new console, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get right into like the new Sony or the new Xbox. I'm always going to be now probably a Nintendo fan for a long time. I'm more probably excited to see where Nintendo goes than Sony yeah, or yeah. Microsoft. I already see where they're going, but I'm not sure if I'm... You know, ready for the season passes and, like you said, the DLCs. I mean, at least with Nintendo games, for the most part, you get a pretty good package for the first time you buy the game. Um, Smash Brothers obviously have a lot of DLC, but the actual core game's pretty good as it is. You don't really need the extended content if you don't really want it. You got a pretty good game to start off with. The do you just say? Do you game, just say no? Do you just say no to DLC or just like a DLC-free zone? In the top loader house. Okay, so with the with DLC, if I really like a game, I'll go for it, man. Yeah. Like honestly, I will. But if it's just to buy a skin of something, like I'm not buying skins, right? I don't <laughs> care about skins. If it's like an extra <laughs> level for like some of these um indie games, yeah, sure. The messenger actually gave us free levels after the game. If you beat the game, it'll give you actual free levels after that. You go to a beach or something with the messenger. I don't know if you know any game. It's like a, a Shinobi. It's more like a uh, it's like a ninja 8-bit game. And once you beat the game, they actually made more levels. But when you beat it, you can play the levels they made for that for free, which I thought was great. But I would have probably paid for it, but I'm not going to pay for skins or anything like that. But I will it's pay funny. for levels. It's funny you said it because Rocket League just – I was playing it today for the first time in a while, hence the shirt. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've – scrolling across that they're going to be going uh free to play so the only thing you can wow. buy is um skins so the very thing that you're against yeah well <laughs> i wouldn't be buying them then because <laughs> it's it's worth playing just by itself you don't have to buy anything i will buy into it because i like the little yeah. people you know buy it, that's fine. If people i like, like the standout cool. you know yeah if they like it but my yeah. son you know if he wants to buy something okay sure but i'm personally not going to go buy it <laughs> Is yeah. it because the Rocket League guys have already made their money and they just want to give? I like, think people... that's it. And, and they've got, you know, they got put on, and they're owned by Epic. They probably realise if they go free to play, more people will come in and throw money at them. Whereas if they've got that thirty buck um, entry fee, mm. they're probably not going to get as many people come through the door. So yeah, yeah, they've bunged it on Game Pass yeah, as well. I... I haven't mentioned Microsoft Game Pass in this podcast, Adrian. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that bingo done. <laughs> he beat yeah. that with 
like a dead horse. <laughs> I'm a fan of this. Actually, like we talk about DLC yeah. and things. I think one thing that, that's kind of, again, brought me, got me, made me get an Xbox one the other day was because of the Game Pass thing. So this kind of subscription where you pay X amount a month and you get all of these games. And then when you, obviously they go off there so they tell you oh this is going to leave soon so you're like eh, try and complete it um but is that is that model is it is it is it a, is it better in a way is that going to save gamers money i'll we'll, we'll go to tim we'll go to tim do you think that's going to save gamers money is that does that float your boat there's this stadia thing is that also in the back of your mind can you even have stadia in australia i don't know if you can actually can you no no it's not available <laughs> i don't know um I'm, I'm, I'm sort of mixed on dlcs um, it, it all depends what your gaming habits are. For me, I don't have any appeal for it because I clearly don't have the time. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be justifying myself to go out and pay for them. Like for myself, the, the last new console I ever bought was a Wii. Because Whoa. I know for, for a fact that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I know that if I went out and spent $500 for a PS5, I'd never get to play the bloody thing. See, the sort of sort of gaming I like is I go in, I shoot, I kill, I get killed, I'm out. Mm. That's the sort of that's the sort of appeal that I have. And I think, look, honestly, I think it will get to a point where people will say enough is enough. People are not going to say, "All right, we don't want to pay anything anymore." But there has to be a limit as to what people are willing to pay, mm. and. Um, I think the the most that anyone paid for a game with um, with a Mega Drive, what was it? Was VR Virtual Racer. Racing? What was I that? paid one hundred one hundred and sixty bucks for that. Yeah, that was seventy quid. Yeah, over here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and Aladdin was like one hundred twenty nine dollars. What on release? <laughs> You know, Which I only and, just got um, the other day for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? Uh, yeah. So I think. I think there will be a point where people will say enough is enough. They'll, they'll say, okay, I'm happy to pay, but now you're starting to get too, too, too greedy. You know, yeah. We're happy that it's all a multi-billion dollar industry, but you know, people pay for things they expect good value from what they get from that. Um, and we've seen mistakes in the past um, where you, know, you expect the game to be right to go mm. from, from the outset. And I think it was Fallout. Was it Fallout? The 76. 76. Fallout. Mm. Yeah, where there were lots of issues with it and that. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, the, 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 these AAA companies have to really start. Pull their head in. Yeah, pull their head. <laughs> and if you aren't going to charge a hell of a lot of money, make sure the product is right before you release it. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that, that that's just just how I feel about DLC. It's a money grab, isn't yeah. it? I think a lot of them, I think, do really worry about their cash flows, and they do this early. It's not the same as early access. Just some people just release broken crap, and then go, "Oh, we'll patch it up later. We'll send you a we'll send you a fifty gig patch. It'll be fine. Don't worry." <laughs> you know. And I hate that yeah. mentality of it. Eh? I hate that. Oh, we'll just mm. patch it later. I really that really bugs me. I guess some Bugs games you. could oh, pun intended, patch. Pun intended. Back, back in the day, back in the day, I guess some games could have needed a patch, but for the most part, I think they're all pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. Without yeah. it, 
the spaces you wouldn't you yes, wouldn't go for this kind of subscription model if if stadia was possible in australia so if you managed you guys managed to sort out your broadband issues or whatever um do you do you mm. think do you think it's a viable thing <laughs> going forward i think google's the wrong company for it because oh. they they're not a gaming company no. that's and then that's my thing against stadia same as apple arcade or whatever they're if sony did any it. any well, that's what I was just getting at. Any company that comes along and they're just like, oh, look, there's money in this gaming stuff. Let's just try and gr- grab some of that money. It's a cash grab. Although, mm. I mean, what, Sony did first come in that way with the PlayStation, but mm. they proved themselves over the years. So mm. they've gained the respect of gamers over the years. Um, I, I think this, uh, what's that one with Xbox called over the, um, over the cloud? The, the new one that they're trialing. Where you can actually oh, play any game as long as you've got a, an Xbox controller, you can just play it on a, any phone, a mobile phone. That oh. looks awesome. I'm really interested in getting in on that. The X Cloud. X Cloud. Um, that's just like, sorry, Stadia, great idea and everything, but why don't you just leave it to the big boys? <laughs> and so they're, they're doing Stadia properly. Um, they're do, they're doing a service that you, if you've got all the the games on Xbox Live, you can just play it anywhere on the fly, and that to me is yeah, I I can see it going to that way in the, as a future of gaming, yeah. which is kind of sad because you think it's going to take over. Have... Yes, you think it's going to take over the kind of physical I media think so. stuff. Oh, definitely. Physical media, unless yeah. you are buying something like a memorabilia statue or something to go alongside a game. Physical media is going to be dead, and I hate to say that it kills me. But yeah. I, I see people put um, putting out tweets now. Who buys physical media anymore? You know, <laughs> like it's already happening. <laughs> well, I, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm that poor smuck that wants to do midnight launch and, and buy it on midnight launch. <laughs> well, it makes it more fun though, doesn't it? When you can do that when you go to yes. a launch. Just makes it more fun. It's got a good atmosphere with it. You got to lose that with digital, aren't you? You just gotta... could you could you imagine if you're a gamer starting out now, fifteen year old, his first consoles and Xbox um, X series or PlayStation Five, whatever, and he refuses to buy any physical games, so he won't have this massive uh, collection oh. of games when by the time he gets to forty odd, right? Then when Sony or whoever is the master. Gaming will be at that time decide, you know what, we're going to pull the server and all those games are no yeah. longer available. They're all going to be gone. Poof, all these games are going to be gone in a, in a puff of smoke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's just, happen. it's an interesting future we're walking in, or heading into. It happened with the Wii thing, didn't it? Uh, what, what was it? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. the Wii yeah. store. The, um, and the Wii, store, yeah. the, the, and the Wii U would be only around the corner before that's going to be, you know, given a silent death. Imagine spending hundreds of dollars, hundreds of pounds and stuff on there and poof, gone. Well, on the Wii, I remember on the Wii, you could you could upload it to your Wii U, but you can't go from your Wii U, obviously, to your Switch. So that's where you lost them. You didn't yeah, lose them the from Wii the Wii. store itself is gone. It's dead. I know that. Ooh, I know yeah. that. But when you download them to your thing, you could actually take them onto your Wii U. There's a way to do it. I did it on mine. But you can't, obviously, because it's different, you can't do it to your Switch because they don't have a similar setup. Yeah, but well, for yeah, that generation, true. you could. You could do it for that one generation, but you couldn't do it for the Switch. Why, why does Nintendo make that so hard? Like, there's there's um, plenty of stories you can see on the internet where you can buy Super Mario Brothers, the very first NES game, 1985, right? Or the first Super Mario Brothers. 
you can't just then carry it over from console. You got to keep buying it. You got to keep <laughs> buying it. If, if you want it on the on the new console, you got to buy that version Cash of it. There's cows, another man. five. Bucks. Mm. They do have the Nintendo yeah, online now, but you pay one subscription. It's yeah, but like, you don't you know, own it. You I know you don't own it. I do yeah. own it. <laughs> well, I actually do own it. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, but you don't have to actually buy. At least you don't have to buy the individual games at this point in time. All these games on the Nintendo online store, I already own anyway, so it doesn't really affect me that much. But for what it is, it's okay at the moment. Yes, you know, for the Nintendo games, one. There's games, and everyone's going to be happier because next year N64 games might be going on to it as well. They're the rumours. Yeah. Nice blurry N64 games are coming. And you can play two-player with your friends overseas with those old games. We can just, like, Damn. you can just be odd job and just annoy them on a... Uh... On Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah. It's basically what it's there for, isn't it? Let's just get Goldeneye on, like, you know, get it, get yeah. it, get it, people playing it around the world. Well, can they? That's another thing. Rights. Can they get Goldeneye? Because I know. Of the licensing rubbish. The Bond thing. Exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and the other thing is the emulation going to be good? Because the Wii U emulation for Nintendo 64, it was muddy it was dark it was really hard to see i mean i played because i've got i've got super mario brothers 64 but i've never really played it properly and i wanted to play it on the wii u using the virtual console and it was just hard to get into because of how how rubbish it looked Mm -hmm. and if you go back to the original in nintendo 64 it's not a machine that has held up really well when it comes to how it displays on a modern tv or even a cathode rage you know, TV. So I don't know. Maybe all the rumors that are flying around that will come true that they're going to do re-release and HD remix of um, Mario sixty four. Are you a true. fan of these? Oh. Are you a fan of these remasters, Spaces? Yes, yes, because it yeah. brings those games to a new generation. As long as they bring something. What about new something to like sh- What about something like Shadow of the Shadow of the Colossus? That's pretty much uh, the same thing on three generations yeah. of console. What about that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. He's <laughs> not that one. But um, there are people out there that like the vast emptiness of that game. I don't know. <laughs> I've just started playing on the PS2, actually. It's an interesting game. There yeah. was an Adam Sandler movie based on that move on that yes. game. Well, oh, I can't remember it. what. It, it, it's uh, like one of the main plots. Rain, it's one of the main plot it. points. Yeah, fire or something. He, conv- he he's comparing his in- his his own emotional and um, uh, psychological struggles with that game. He he relates to the character, and it's like mm. one of the main points of the movie is wow. playing that game. It's 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 kind and of strange. The few oh. movies, there are a few to be fair, where he actually acts, and he can act. <laughs> he can act. He just he can act. To. <laughs> yeah. He can. He's he, he, uh, Uncut Gems is a good film. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but he's a good actor when he wants to be. I, I, I always defend him in that case. Next up yeah. on the Adam Sandler podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tim, are you a big yeah. fan of remasters? Do you think they've got a place? Do you think they're not you just a, a cash grab? I'm, I'm, similar, I'm, I'm similar like Brian. I, I think um, they're, they're good to bring in a new generation of players. Mm. To, to games that we loved, um, but it just seems like to me when I when I I always hope that there be a proper remaster of Shinobi. It never comes mm. about. <laughs> it never comes about. Um, mm. But and I'm thinking Alex Kid. Uh, I could have picked a better game than that, other than Alex Kid. Um, 
But um, no, no, it's good. It, it it's good that um, it keeps the younger generation connected with the older generation with what they used to play beforehand. You know, and, you know, dad would be saying to his son, "Oh, he, oh, I used to play this when I was your age." You mm. know, so I like that that connection there. Yeah, I'm all for him. I'm yeah. all for him. Yeah. Todd, cool. are you a fan of remasters? Do you prefer a remake? Yeah. I actually do like remasters. Actually, when they announced maybe as the Mario coming out, I did get excited for that. But mm. I will say that I have the um, Another World remake remaster. It's more mm. of a remaster because you can play the original version and you can play like the nicer graphics. And guess what? I always go to when I play that game. The old one. The goddamn DOS graphics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still play the DOS because it just brings back the nostalgia playing through the DOS version of Another World. But I still do click back and forth like. Um, Wonder Boy three, you can click back and that's forth awesome. with the mm. with the eight yeah, bit that, graphics and the awesome. new graphics, and I'm quite, even with the, even with the music, you can actually change it back and forth. And I'm constantly right. like, I'll do one level with the eight bit and another level with the new one. So I kind of do mix it up a bit. So I do like it when it's like that. So for that reason alone, and um, we can as long as you can choose to go back to the old way as well, I think is a good thing to have in those games like Wonder Boy and. Uh, flashbacks the same and another world because I got them on the Switch mm-hmm. and you can just go back and forth with what you want to play it at any given time. I mean, flashback is a, a bit of an example as to how a remake can go very wrong. I don't know if you guys have played the. <laughs> did, you've played the the one that they released on Xbox Live Arcade a few years ago. I've nice. got the one that's on the Switch, so I'm not sure which no, one. No, that's just the direct port. Way. Yeah, that's just the direct port. Okay. So yeah. when when other companies try and do their interpretations of old games, it sometimes doesn't go well. Um, go, go, going back to the, the flick between the modes thing, something that really bugs me and Adrian is the Monkey Island remaster, doesn't it? Mm. Do you guys ever do you guys catch well, this? I, I yeah, like the voice acting. Finish it, yeah. Mm. I think the voice acting is done quite well in the remastered version, but I always went back to the old graphics. The, just, the new Island graphics version. just... It's not Monkey Island. It lost it? some of the charm. Yeah. It lost some of the charm. I like the gritty, pixely artwork. I think it's brilliant. Well, um, let me ask you: Did you like the Streets of Rage four graphics over the Streets of Rage two graphics? And that's that's not. It's like a um, new addition to the game, but something that they did differently. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, mm. I quite like the look of Streets of Rage four. I don't think it all kind of fits as well as the mm. the old Streets of Rage games. Um, but yeah, I, like I prefer the pixel. I wish they had, because they have actual bonus levels that are very short, where you can fight the bosses in pixel mode. And I thought to myself, why couldn't they have a mode like Wonder Boy, where they made the whole section of it retro? Why couldn't they do that? I couldn't, I can't, they did it with Wonder Boy 3. Why can't they do it with that? There's also Battletoads coming out soon, and you see Battletoads. And have you seen the art style? It it, kind of goes along with um, cartoons getting remade. I'm sorry, like but the fu- the Thundercats remake just uh, made me lose my lunch. I, I'm yeah. I can't stand that art style, and I don't know if, if that's just me being old man or, or the battle toast thing does not look good, mate. No, I it, it doesn't. I don't yeah. like that art style. No. It, it just doesn't. I know they've got to create an art style because it was restricted before because of console limitations. Now there's no limitations. Make what you, you want. You can have the toads. Oh, we're going to make... Like, you can flip and have But them now they it. make the toads look rubbish and yeah. with these extreme angles, zigzags and stuff. I I, I don't know why it they go down that dude. path. Don't worry. It looks... I, I, we have to wait to see the game, but from the short <laughs> clips that I've seen so far, I, I'm not overly excited for it. 
on next week's show, we're talking to the people that are making battle toads, and we're gonna we're looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we're not really. We're not. We're just winding you up. I, mate. I'm not <laughs> happy with what I've seen so far. That's my. Uh, but m- maybe they can impress me and, and surprise me. When I first I saw know. Streets of Rage four, I wasn't that impressed. Uh, I wrote not a scathing yeah. article. I was, I was skeptic. I was skeptic. Yeah, massive skeptic. And I think the first couple of levels, if you just play them as Axel. Uh, what is this? And they really bring out the big guns later. And you just make it you're like, you know, like Sonic is Sonic two is famous for rejigging the levels because the chemical plant zone was going to come in later. Right. And then they moved it to like the second mm. level or something. Why didn't they do that with Street of Rage four? Why didn't they bring one of the better? I'm not looking at you, Todd. I know you play Street of Rage four. And why didn't they bring, like, 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 why didn't they, I know they like traipsing around the town, but they could have like rejigged it and brought in some of those bigger set pieces earlier in the game yeah. i think that might have got people more interested right now yeah because they were a bit later in the game weren't they it was a bit off balance i found that like some levels were longer and shorter than it as well mm. it, was, it was throwing me up a bit too and i thought that actually the last boss went forever <laughs> mm. i actually like it yeah. i didn't like the last boss. i just thought it went way too long yeah with the twins you know they kept evolving yeah. i mean it was a good challenge but I, I just thought it was just a little bit too long just a little bit yeah but then Streets of Rage 4, did it have to, you know, did did were, were we yearning for it after Streets of Rage 3? After the crock of poop well, that no, was Streets of Rage 3? After Streets of Rage 3, but I definitely was yearning for a Streets of I Rage was, game. I, I was, because S- Sega yeah. don't really treat their IPs very well. They have not nurtured their IPs and and re- they have failed to respect their past and, and yeah. on- honour it. Like, um, I put out a tweet just a a little while back about um, imagine having an IP such as Golden Axe and not having a decent sequel to it in over two decades. Oh, and yeah, I would love a Golden Axe, a, a new one with a movie intro. Man, how, imagine how sick that would be if you could It'd be brutal. Um, man. I wouldn't yeah. want, I wouldn't want real life actors. I would like a cartoon style uh, done in that a Golden Axe one style, but with the music maybe of Golden Axe two rejigged for modern day. Um, Man, just a new seeing a new Death Adder would be really cool. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I'd would, play that. Tim, play would that. um and you said Shinobi earlier, would would Shinobi be your kind of Sega pick to bring to hurt to hurl yeah. into the current gen? Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. It's freaking ninjas, man. <laughs> which is your ah, but which is your favorite <laughs> Shinobi <laughs> game? I've played all of them, obviously, <laughs> but what which which is your which is your um which is the best one? Well, we could talk about this all day as well, but I, I'm I'm always OG. I always loved the the original Shinobi. Oh, always I, did. I had the arcade. Uh, I, know, I used to I have the arcade machine. You no, was just saying. I, I, I used to own the arcade machine um, of Shinobi. That was uh, in my bedroom when I was like seventeen or eighteen years old, and <laughs> that was my money box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money box. So okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I know that's a bit of flex, but you, it's just funny you mentioned uh, Shinobi, and I thought I'd just let yeah. you know that. <laughs> but um, right. I, I actually but, like but, um, Revenge of Shinobi. That's, that's my, my favorite. favorite. Yeah, Revenge is my favorite. Revenge. Okay. I mean, people are like yeah. oh Shinobi three. No, I, I usually like to Shinobi three. Like to Shinobi. Shinobi. I will say, <laughs> not the first <laughs> Revenge of Shinobi what you're talking about. The third one I like the most. Personally, but yeah, the third one's got horses, Todd. It's like, oh, oh, great! <laughs> that's, that's 
something that's different, though. It's something that changes it up a bit. You know, I, you know what? I know a lot of people love Shinobi Free, but to me, it kind of felt like it jumped the shark a bit. He's <laughs> getting doing all that walking. He needs a rest here and there, to, you know, so he can get his energy back to fight for more. That doesn't look very restful on that on that horse, mate. Like you have to actually kind of go for it a bit, you know. But it's only a short level anyway, right? Shinobi Three. I would say. <laughs> go on. I would say with um, Streets of Rage 3, I would say that they needed to bring out Streets of Rage 4 because of how bad Streets of Rage 3 actually was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Rob loved it, but yeah. I can't see how anybody liked that game at all. I mean, the nah. difficulty was just too hard. And the actual bare-knuckle version was easier. And I will say to Rob that the uh, magazine that reviewed it that said it was an easy game was they were reviewing the actual bare-knuckle version of the game and yeah. not the US version of the game, which is why it was easier and which is why they actually upped the ante of the level of how hard it should be for the US version after playing the bare knuckle version um, after it was reviewed too easy. Yeah. But they should have just left it like that. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't mind Streets of Rage being that, you know, yeah. that easy. You know, come on. just That leave. was its main thing. That was its main thing. It was its difficulty because it looked all right. But uh, I know it didn't, you know, some people don't like the look of it. I didn't mind it, but I just thought the difficulty with the US version was just, they're just blocking too much halfway through the game. It started off okay, but then just, everyone just started blocking. You couldn't go anywhere. Oh, it, just, no. it was just like so monotonous. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You can, on the, the Mega Drive collection thing that's on Switch or PS4 or whatever, you can actually switch to the Japanese version. There you go. People don't know yeah. that. So you can actually, I, I was quite enjoying Street of Race 3 the other day. Don't tell Rob. He's probably listening to this right now, but don't tell Rob. I was quite, <laughs> I'm quite enjoying it, uh, and actually, kind of. Let's not tell Rob anything. No, shh. Yeah. he does not know about this. He knows what we're doing this one. He does not know about this. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it, the the remake thing. Let's go go back to that quickly. Have any of you guys played Resident Evil Two remake? Not the remake. Like Adrian in this camp, where I've only played the fourth one really, because that's the only one I get. I would like. I don't like the first three because I don't like the tank controls. I know Dylan, you love the tank I controls. I love tank mate, controls, dude. But I, I just can't stand the tank controls. Who's <laughs> the Jill sandwich one, isn't it? It's yeah, the, it's the um, yeah, yeah, it's the Jill sandwich game. Oh, yeah, okay. But they call it the zapping, um, the zapping prefer- system. Yeah, <laughs> I like thought because there was more action packed, and I know it's more about supposed to be about survival horror, horror, but I don't really like survival horror but i like resident evil 4 because it felt like you could actually get more ammo with the game and when you finish the game you could obviously keep all your ammo go back through the game and just keep building up what you already got i'm not sure if you can actually do that in the original resident evils but i know you can do it in four so let me know if you can do it in the first ones it might actually make it a bit easier for me playing that so you can't we can you get you get you can't you get all those weird other extra like game modes and you might get a um an extra gun or something but that's yeah. it. That that that's it. You don't get to keep everything and keep looping through. No. But tank I, controls, man, come on. Wasn't that wasn't no. that like, wasn't that one of the no. best things about like the PlayStation when you guys first got your hands on the PlayStation, right? Like that's going, why they brought up the analog stick. All of these like <laughs> pre-rendered backgrounds, and you have to like oh they're facing that way. Oh, better press up. Oh, go that way. Oh, rotate them that way. <laughs> didn't you like that space Wouldn't didn't you like a bit of tank controls? Uh, I'm not a fan of tank controls. Nah, it's um, I don't I don't actually understand why PlayStation had to t- like I don't know the history of how the controller came to be. It, it the original controller looks like a Super Nintendo controller, but let's just change it a little bit to make make people um, not accuse us of just well, like, yeah, because it was going to be a Nintendo thing, wasn't it? So 
Yeah, yeah. So you could see it has a um, uh, a Nintendo Genesis. Uh-huh. So yeah. Uh-huh. There. Uh-huh. Um, but but I, I I don't understand why they couldn't come out with the analog controller just to begin with. Like, would it have been that hard at the time? I guess it was. I don't know because the DualShock was like such a good controller when that came out. I was just so in love with that that controller. It was a good. I mean, it was a more a copy more than a year after the release of the PlayStation. The DualShock it was a, came out, right? A year and a half or two years, I think it was when Jeez, it came out. They must have. Still and then been when developing and, and the game that really shined with that controller for me was Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you yeah. move over to the right and off the road, the right side of your controller would mm. shake, and mm. it was just done so well for that time. Yeah, because we didn't like racing games, but when like, we, we were growing up, you'd nudge, you wouldn't nudge, wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't have the steering mm. wheel at home, like like you wouldn't have like yeah. an outrun kind of steering wheel at home. It's like nudge this, nudge that, da da da. When the dual shot came yeah. in, that yeah. was that was massive, wasn't it? A bit more, you know, a bit more subtlety. In your turn, I'm going to reach for this controller. Go on then, go on then. Spacey's going to nudge... reach for it. Spacey's going to reach for that while, while he's doing it. Nudge that. controls work very well for F Zero. No, oh, well, please. that's the um, <laughs> that's the, the Namco special thing, isn't it? Oh. The Negcon. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you twist Which it. Which was you? actually, it, it just got mentioned in the GameSack video. And his one is a black controller, which I've never seen before, but it's the same controller. And this is one of those, you either hate it you or twist you it, love it. I don't know, dude. Yeah. It, so, ah, uh, no, I love this thing. I just Does that can't work? get enough of it. Does that work it. with Ridge Racer and stuff? Isn't that quite like, nice? Yes. But I tried getting it to work on the PlayStation Classic with a, a an adapter to... Mm plug the old style controllers into it and it just won't pick it up mm. it doesn't detect it i wanted to use that on on the hdmi screen <laughs> you know <laughs> that that does suck um there's only a couple more topics of conversation boys i've kept you for almost two hours here but there's a couple of things we have to ask you we're arcade attack todd todd knows what's coming atari jaguar atari jaguar oh, yeah. todd <laughs> experiences opinions Top loader, lead, lead the way. Okay. So with the Atari Jaguar, the only time I've actually heard anybody talk about it is with actually Adrian. That's where I've learned the most about the Atari Jaguar because I'm not even yeah. sure if that was released in Australia. I heard about uh, it at what? the time and I thought to myself, there is no way that is 64-bit. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but 232-bit does not count at 64-bit. And I <laughs> so with the Terry Jaguar, all my information actually comes from Adrian. And I do oh, will man, say, if I ever go to England, if I ever to go to where you guys live, I will have to pick up and play it with you guys because I have no idea why he likes it so much. <laughs> it's like Marmite. <laughs> it's like Marmite, your Vegemite. Yeah, Tim, Spacey, hey, either of you guys come across the Jaguar? Ever tempted? I have. I I've. Oh, you go first. I was at Ubisoft uh, event a couple Ubisoft uh, experience uh, two years back, I think it was, and they had a retro corner with a Rubik's cube and an A team poster up on the wall and all those eighties stuff. I don't know why a Jagger was sitting in there because that was nineties, <laughs> but anyway. Um, and I played it, and that was the first time I got to hold the Jagger controller. It's like. I don't know. It's like as if an Atari twenty six hundred mated with a Intellivision, and you'd get that. And a calculator. I, I don't, 
a, yeah, yeah. a pocket calculator thrown it. Why so many buttons? Why do you need 10 buttons for? It's weird. Adrian, tell him. Adrian. Could you for imagine, the inlay. Street, could you imagine there was Street Fighter? There was, a, was there a Street Fighter 2 on that machine? No, I don't there think there was. Um, could you imagine no. like 10 different ways to beat the seven shades of crap out of someone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't understand why you need ten buttons on a on a on a couch. Did did they have overlays for that? Yeah, they did overlay, too. Yeah. That's the, the only thing I like about it. But that's where the Intellivision reference comes in because the Intellivision had overlays, and that was about that machine. Hated that controller though on the Intellivision, and this thing's not much better than the Intellivision controller. Um, funny controller. I know there's there's a couple of hardcore. Jaguar fans out there, you're looking I'm at sorry, one. I don't, there he I, is. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm sorry, I just don't get it. <laughs> it's, 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 um, I don't know. It's got a few great games there. What game did you play? Do you remember? Uh, Rayman. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, a that's good not version, bad actually. That's a very good, very good platformer. It was too um, slow. Was shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast oh, may contain same, strong language. <laughs> Tim, what about you, mate? You're about to venture some Jaguar, some Jaguar See, I, Opine. I, um, sorry to disappoint, but no, no, <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never played, I've never played it. Um, I've seen pictures of it. Uh, Alex from Weird and Retro, he keeps on banging about his whole collection of. It was his. Of, it was his one that I played. Oh, you, you freaking played it! See, I haven't played it, and and I, I I I've seen pictures of it. Alex keeps on talking about you know his whole collection of authors. I don't think he even has one because I've never mm. seen no, it. No. I've never seen he, any. He, he loaned, he loaned it to Ubisoft because there was a weird and retro sign next to it saying all consoles supplied by oh, weird and retro. Was that at so PAX, was it? None, none at PAX. It was at um, Ubisoft Experience, which was showing off um, their new lot okay. of games, etc., including a game yeah. which still hasn't seen the light of day. What's that one with the monkey and oh, the Ubisoft big game, that um, uh, something in Evil? Beyond um, thingy, Bob and Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they had a secret screening showing the trailer for that, and it, that was like two years ago, and we still haven't seen the game. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> they could release it broken That's and then patch I, I, it later. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. But that's where I got um, to play mine, and it was his console, so I can confirm he did. He does own one. <laughs> I think it's a conspiracy. I think he, he's just leading you on. Just say when you t- speak to anyone else, just say that you play the Jaguar. <laughs> um, but in saying that, uh, I can understand the admiration for it because it was basically the last really the last thing that came from Atari. And that mm. this does not uh, – we're not going to talk about the new VCS that's coming out that's worth an arm and a leg. Mm. Um, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> and, I can, and something I can else. understand, Adrian. <laughs> I can understand, Adrian, your love for it because it, it was the last yeah. of them all. And whether the games yeah. are good or not, like I love, the, I love the Master System. It doesn't mean that every bloody game has to be good on it, does it? it no. It, there are some absolute – Laser uh, Ghost. James, <laughs> Flintstone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, transport. Mm. Transport. Um, yeah. 
But it's same game, two levels. Port. It's an arcade port. Mm, it is too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I totally, I totally understand your love, Adrian, for, oh, for said Jaguar. No. But no. Um, I don't <laughs> even believe that you have one either. Because <laughs> I've never seen one in the flesh. I've never seen them. I do. I, yeah. I'll show you a bit of connected up downstairs. So. Yeah. Cool yeah. story, bro. You, you, you're showing me a PowerPoint <laughs> presentation, won't you? You won't show me the actual thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's a good it's, yeah. it's an interesting machine. Adrian loves yeah. it. I think we'll probably just leave that there, eh? Like it's just yeah. Can, can I just ask you one thing about it? Is, is it do you have any cartridges for that thing where the cartridges actually light up? Was that a feature of the machine or no? Because I did see one at PAX on display and the cartridge was lit up and I was thinking that's the first time I've ever seen that where the cartridge is lit up by LEDs or something. So that's a homebrew thing. Mm, yeah, I, I just major. thought that was so cool. I've and seen transparent I've... cartridges, so I'm assuming they got some lights. That's in what there, it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, spaces. Yeah. Do you not? Do you not know about the guy that does the Mega Drive cartridges like that? We need to put you in touch, man. Oh, you need to start stocking up, man. There's a guy. <laughs> you can only get him through Instagram, and he makes. He takes hacks. Like you know, there's the hack of Sonic One where someone's put the movie Sonic <laughs> over it and the Jim Carrey Robotnik over it. He's basically put that on this beautiful blue transparent cartridge with LEDs in it. So you pop it on your Mega Drive and it lights up. Oh, I, I, I gotta have that. <laughs> I'll hook you up. So I'll, I will, I will hook you up with that. Um, I've got a funny feeling you won't mind paying him the. I, I have got pounds. though one cool, um, hack cartridge and that, that was sent in to me by Retro Kaiser. Uh, that's, uh, Super Mario Brothers on the Mega Drive. <laughs> That's weird, dude. <laughs> and, it, and it plays really well. It just sounds like ass. That's the only problem uh, with it. But it <laughs> but it plays really well. All right. There you go. There's a nice hack. Um but so <laughs> I've I've you know boys, I've 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 really enjoyed catching up with you. Um it's been nice to obviously have this cultural kind of exchange. Mm. Uh, yeah. we we mithered a little bit because you've got your own slang, haven't you? You've got your kind of own slang. I know I know a little Having lived in Melbourne oh, for a little yeah. while, I know a little bit, but I think I think Toppers is going to lead the way. I think he's got he's going to try and flummox us with some sayings, and we're going to try and Adrian doesn't. I don't think Adrian knows about this. Um, he's going to try and flummox us with some uh, some Aussie slang. We have to okay. guess decipher it, basically. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Tim's got one as well. So I read one, oh, maybe Tim's, Tim's got, got one as well. Yeah, yeah go on then. Go on. Yeah, then. Go on yeah. Then. I'll read one, and then he can read one. How about that? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sounds good. All right. Fair dinkum. You should have seen this drongo wearing his budgie smugglers this arvo. <laughs> All right, you have to break it down. Right, F- fair dinkum means fair enough, fair right? Dinkum. Fair enough. It actually uh, means no, two it means, things. It means like honestly, this is yeah. great. This, this okay. is hundred uh, uh, percent legit. Seriously, true. Legit. Seriously, yes. Yeah. Seriously. All right, fair, then what was the next thing you said? <clears throat> fair dinkum. You should have seen this bloody Drongo wearing his budgie smuggler's visavo. Drongo. So Drongo. Like so Drongo. A, like um, a douchebag? Like a yeah. Like yeah. an yeah. idiot? Yeah. An idiot. I actually idiot. know the story about where the word Drongo, drongo cam, came from. It was uh, a racehorse that was notoriously bad and it kept coming last. So people that were really slow and not that fast, you know, um, behind the eight ball were known as a Drongo. Oh. So 
the last part of that was budgie smugglers. Do you know what budgie smugglers are? They're speedos, aren't they? Like, uh, no, spe- no speedos, yeah. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I know those. <laughs> well, I guess he's, he's got an advantage. He lived here for six months. I'm uh, sorry. Come on, that's not I'll fair. tell you what. I'll tell Only you what. Adrian answers. Adrian. Only and Adrian. Adrian's going to do Tim's now. I'll just shut up. Okay, go on then. Go on, Tim. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, going to the Melbourne Cup. Now got me, got to go out and buy myself a bag of fruit. That that seems obvious, but I'm sure it's not. Yeah, you're going to go to a sporting event and going to buy a fruit cocktail. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so sporting event, yes. Yeah, Melbourne Cup. Yeah. What's sporting event? What's a Melbourne Cup? What's a Melbourne? I know, Cup? but I'm not going to tell Is Adrian. It football? Is it Aussie soccer? No. 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 Think Melbourne Cup. Think about Melbourne think Cup. about Spacey's little story. Rugby's. <laughs> is it rugby? No. No. Give him a clue. Give him another Melbourne clue again, Drongo. They have a holiday for it in, it, uh, in Melbourne and it actually stops and it stops the nation. Australia likes their cricket. Oh wait. Oh. Oh, think, hold on, mate. Think like, uh, I'm trying to think of something similar here. Like the Grand National. Oh, okay. So, yeah, horse racing. There you go. I've got it there eventually. Go. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't yeah. everyone get, to, doesn't right? everyone, doesn't <laughs> everyone get absolutely <laughs> annihilated? I'm not, as well. no dongo, no dongo. We got, we got the first half. Yeah. Okay. Bag of fruit. What's a bag of bag fruit? Of fruit. I, I don't know. A bag that. of fruit. It's not so like, if you got horse racing, you probably want to, few drinks is it like a uh, beers no yep <laughs> oh bag of fruit. bag of fruit is it like a rhyming thing or is that <laughs> just some other weird abstract it thing? is i'm thinking, it, it I'm is. thinking it's rhyming what slang and i'm just trying fruit. to yeah I'll say Australian, and i have no idea what the hell he's talking about no i'm australian like too, and i'm like <laughs> Spacey's is always killed over. You can't see him. Like, uh. Loot, loot. What is it, Tim? Put us out on this, Now got to get. Now got to get a bag of fruit. Got to get me a suit. Oh, it's like a cottony <laughs> ah. yeah. That makes sense because oh, everyone's dressed up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right then. Yeah, I should have got that. Okay. All right, right Dongo. You're right, Dongo. <laughs> Drongo. <laughs> oh, Drongo. <laughs> I can't even say the word right. Oh, Asia Dongo. <laughs> Toppers, have you got any more? Right. You got any more for us? Hey, Cobber. Got to go see a man about a dog. That sounds like something like we'd say. Go on, Adrian. <laughs> Might be close. What do you guys Is say? it a job? You got to find a job? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got to see yeah. a gentleman about a certain, vac- uh, you know, job Got to vacancy. See a man about a dog. Is Cobber yeah. is Boom. is Cobber a nice thing to call someone? It's not like a Drongo, is but, it? No, I've never heard no. anyone call anyone Cobber unless they're just taking the Mickey out of Australian slang. That's I heard it, it on uh, Neighbours. I mean, sides, you know, job sites where I work, they say Cobber all the time. It must be like oh, a, you're um, in Queensland. You guys are different. <laughs> 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 I don't work behind a desk. I work out rough and tumble. So <laughs> maybe it's a difference there. Nice, nice. Tim Cobber go- means mate, like a mate. mate or yeah, Cobber. Hey, mate. Well, right, so. Cobber. Nice. Tim, have you got any it's more? A word I wish would come back in vogue. <laughs> hey, Spaces, have you got one? 
Oh. Uh, the only one I can think of is one of my mum used to say, uh, don't forget to wash on the auroric farms. Just under Obvious. your arms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, under your arms. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad, is it? Let's be honest. That's PG rated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we ask... You guys, all, um, toppers will know, especially, but we ask all of our interviewees, and it's not really an interview, but there's, there's a, there, we have a, we have a signature question, don't we, Adrian? A signature question we that we ask all of our interviewees. I'm quite curious to know what these guys are going to say. So why don't you ask, yeah. go, go round the table well, and why don't you ask them, ask them the question? Imagine you could open a few cans of Fosters, because that's your favorite brew. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you can share a few cans of your favourite Fosters with any video game character in any game, and you can have a good night out with that particular character and have a good chin wag. Who would you choose and why? Um, who would you go first? Yeah, that's I'll go first. Sorry, no other question. I've heard it a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I actually, I actually kind of have two answers for this, right? Um, I'm going to need someone to actually drink who can actually keep up with me, and someone that needs a drink. So, firstly, who can keep up with me is Conkers. And yep. secondly, who yeah, needs yeah. a drink is Bubsy. Because, you know, let's face it. <laughs> oh, Bubsy needs something else together, though. <laughs> would this be a separate meeting or would it be together? Because I reckon there'd be clashes. Uh, we're all out together, mate. We're all, we're all there helping each other out. <laughs> wow. Conkers and Bubsy. Wow. That would be a sight for sore eyes. Oh, my Chuck God. Chucking top loader. You've got it yourself for an evening. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that's man. a good answer. That's good answer. That's a good answer. Tim? Uh, three. I can think of two. So one would be Jeffrey from Virtual Fighter. Yeah, oh, he looks like He yeah. looks like a right-on drinker. He's an he's Aussie. He's Aussie too, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So um, <laughs> hey, Jeffrey, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon Toad, because he doesn't get enough love. Oh, yeah. No, everyone forgets him. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. forgets him. <laughs> Uh, I think I think he deserves a bit of love, and I, I reckon uh, I think it'd be funny be funny to see him drunk. Yeah. Um, who would be the other one? I reckon Pac Man. Oh, Pac Man yeah, would eat all your food, though. <laughs> He'd eat all your. Yeah. <laughs> jump, jump. Although he would chase those yeah, ghosts so away. He needs to have <laughs> something to go with those pretzels that he eats. Yeah, yum, 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 yum. I guess he's gonna have a beer. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that so like a good night. my three. Nice, yeah. good three. <laughs> oh, we're doing th- we're doing threes all around. Go on then, Spacey's. Who's yours? All right, Tom Nook because he'd oh be yeah, loaded. yeah, like yeah. So Tom Nook, uh, he'd he'd you wouldn't be buy you a drink though. He's, he's tight ass. Ah, uh, no, I think he'd put on a good I've bread heard. if he figured it would be <laughs> something in it for him. Uh, yeah. Kirby, because I just want to watch that guy down a stein. <laughs> he take like, the and... gut, the glass, and everything. Like, <laughs> and I'd, I'd get um, maybe tails in with some fake ID because I want to get some dirt on Sonic. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get him drunk, and I want him to tell me some dirt on <laughs> on the on the blue man himself, or hedgehog himself, Miles yeah. Power himself. Yes. yes, I love that. I love that. Did you did you see someone put out on Twitter um, a concept art for uh, instead of it being tails, it was gonna they were trying to get a turtle to be yeah. a Sonic Sonic sidekick, and one of the key mechanics would have been that you could flip him on his back and ride the guy, like whoa, sk- sk- like yeah, uh, Zil- like Breath of the Wild. Hey. 
yeah, you shield can ride shields. Yeah, yeah, shield yeah. And I thought that was a really cool mechanic. I don't know how official that was or what, how far that should have got, got both. That, I should have got tails and that guy, in. and then they could have like Sonic could have been like picked up, ooh, dropped, and then ooh, slide. There's no, there's no turtles in the Sonic universe that I can think of. But no. so yes. there's a hole there. <laughs> Nada. Nada. There's a definite hole there. Uh, boys, fantastic. We've done two hours of this. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. Meander in chat. About video games. Um, la- last chance for a plug. T- Tim, you, you, you're, you're big on the old Twitter, aren't you? But you're not, are you doing your own content at the minute or what, what kind of stuff are you doing? No, no, because I just don't have the time to do it at the moment. So, Boy. yeah, you'll find me on Twitter at Sigamaster Tim. Yep. Because that's what my name at was. At follow. Send him, send him naughty DM. Do it. Um, Spacey, tell us all about the Sin Species shoe. Sorry, that was a really. So, yeah, Sin Species shoe. Sorry, there you go. Guess, you guess what? Come on. Don't you know? Ah, it's the Sin Spacey show. Yeah. Guess what? It's the, we've got a jingle and everything. Um, Jesus, yeah, so you'll find me on Twitter. I'm all active there at, at just at Sin Spacey's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Twitch, Sin Spacey's. Mm-hmm. Instagram, I'm on everything. So just, um, but my YouTube channels, I've got to get back into that because, uh, mm. I kind of fell off the wagon there. Health, health just got uh, me yeah, off that. I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Quick heart attack's a good excuse, I think, yeah. for not putting out content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to- yeah. Toppers, you haven't got that excuse. <laughs> your content. Hey, it might take a lot longer. Content gives you a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine take a lot longer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, everyone catch us in Spacey's show. Um, yeah, Toppers, you have a, like a YouTube channel. Obviously, we've mentioned it. When's when's the next yep. vid coming out? 2022? Well, you've been seeing parts of the actual one that's going to come out next, the uh, PlayStation series. I'm going to compile all those together. I've got oh. two left to put out on Twitter. Then I put them all onto YouTube as one big video. But I've actually been working on another video, a sealed mm-hmm. items video I've been working on for a year, which is very insane. <laughs> it's an insane video, and it's taken a lot of work. It's so good, but you just got to take my word for it. When it comes out, you'll see what I'm talking about if you do watch it. But my next video that is coming out will be my PlayStation 1, which you guys have been watching on Twitter anyway, but it'll be one big version of that put together. It's pretty good. Not to, like, you know, give myself an ego or nothing, but, you know, it is all right, and I like it. So I like what I'm putting out there, and I'm very proud of it. So, Mate, yeah. We love so it. it. should be. We love everything oh, you no, guys. All free. Yeah. They're great people, aren't they, Dylan? And we really... really really appreciate the there was a point i mean when obviously when we when we spitballed this idea a few months ago we were like we like these guys there's a there's a theme between (laughs) the three of them you know let's get them on i've I've had a great time i don't know i don't know if you guys are up for coming on again maybe there'll be a bit more structure next time Uh, (laughs) but um yeah yeah it'd be be great to chat to you guys again uh listeners i hope you loved it you know tweet us email us any thoughts any concerns any complaints? <laughs> Send them this way. Say bye bye, boys. Say bye bye. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK at KeithBarlow82 and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness. 
interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.